0: Meanwhile in the blood cave I don't like to kill people, but if I pretend they're my mom that's easy. Welcome back to another edition of the Podman. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. And I'm Podman Ron. And we're going to be without oh, Alex good. tonight. Like a uh, extra large coffee with cream. No, I'm out of sorry. The I know. Five. Hold on. Splendors. Five splendors. That
1: yeah, and that's it. You're boring. Thank
0: you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I was just telling uh, our listener that Alex wouldn't be joining us tonight. Uh, but it's good that they, again, are getting a, a glimpse of what goes on into the head of PMR uh, getting a Starbucks. Getting a Starbucks to wake <laughs> himself up from these boring movies he's been having to watch, evidently. What's the hey, yeah, man, What's the I'll cashier's name? Because the- we can put her in the credits. Yeah, get, get her to sign a release form and see if uh, see if she's interested.
1: Uh, I think it's a dude. It sound like a chick, but it's like a good
0: dude. That's okay. We don't discriminate here on the podmin. We're called the pod Men. Right. Yeah. right we'll, let see. Let's see what we got going on here. All right, everybody, yeah, just waiting. Uh, hey, how are you? My
1: God. Oh, go ahead, Paul.
0: Talk okay. Yeah. So oh. the <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I don't know how
1: to do that. There you go, but not a
0: All right. Well, Brian. Uh, while we do this, I'll just try. kick it into the news. This was a great little opening bit that we're doing here. Let's just go to the news. All right, in the news, uh, while Podman Ron is getting his coffee. I appreciate it, thank you. There we go. With five, Make sure you have five Splendas in there, sir. I hope you
1: did. I hope so. I was a chick, I gave
0: you the coffee. Uh, well, you know how these women, folks, they love to mess up your coffee. And they love to be called chicks. Chicks dig Boy, it, man. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, chi- <laughs> yeah, chicks dig it, man. All right, speaking of things that chicks dig, chicks dig 007. Am I right? Do they... Uh no, double oh seven ain't what it used to be. I don't think he he doesn't dig as many chicks as he used to. I think, but uh, you know,
2: uh, yeah, not nearly.
0: Uh, but 007 in the news. I think uh, Podman Ron, you may have put this in here, I'm not sure if Brian did uh, that. The budget with no time to die. Is it uh, what is going on with these big big time movies here?
2: Well, yeah the uh, the budget. Uh, it was announced today that. Uh, the budget for this film, after delays and reshoots, and, and I got some information on the reshoots as well. But delays and reshoots—it's the most expensive Bond ever made. There, after marketing delays and everything else, for it to break even, not make not make money to break even, it needs to do
0: nine hundred million dollars.
2: <laughs> they should not be right. They, they should have sold not it to right.
0: Amazon when they had the chance, right? They should have sold it to Amazon when they had the chance. Wow.
2: Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, just to make a dollar, it's got to make nine hundred million, and and I was like, what? You know, it's kind of like what PMR was saying. I was like, what could kind have of ballooned this? Obviously, you know, there's been the start stop marketing stuff that's been go- It's been in, in marketing for like two years, two plus years. Um, marketing the film, but they actually had to do reshoots, and we heard some of this that there was reshoots a few months back. But uh, do you know why they
1: had to do reshoots? I, can I, I believe I know. Wasn't it because they uh, like phones weren't accurate? or the cars weren't weren't accurate because it's been like two years since Ah, they had to update it.
2: Yeah, they had to reshoot scenes to get because it's been so old to get the uh, it's all the product
0: placement. Yeah, Nokia needed their best phones in there, right? Yeah, Yeah. and they can't show a 2019 Nokia phone. (laughs) <laughs> they got to show the new model.
2: So they uh, literally had to reshoot scenes specifically because of Nokia, but also like the, the big um, uh, like uh, product placements for the film are going to be like Adidas, uh, Bollinger, <laughs> Campa- uh, Champagne, Omega watches, and most notably Nokia. Wow. So yeah, they had to go do reshoots to make sure they had the most recent uh, hardware for product placement
0: and people were mad at John cena for sucking up to uh, china. china i mean you know it's it's the movies aren't made to entertain they're just made to make this, money people let's face does it
1: anybody really not pay that. that much attention to james Bond and like the watches where in the i guess so i guess so, so. I mean, I don't I don't they think think said that
2: oh, when it was originally filmed it featured the nokia 7.2. Uh-huh, and, but that uh-huh. was released in 2019. Ooh! So now it's the Nokia 8.35G. So they had to go reshoot the scenes to include the new Nokia phone.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know Nokia still had a phone. I was about to say, what's the market around, share so. for
0: Nokia? I wonder. We need to. Uh, we need to get Podmin investigates. Uh, does yeah, does Nokia, the Nokia have
1: apps? I mean,
0: is no. That, is that a thing? I don't
1: think is so. I think, is Nokia an Android?
0: I, I'm, I'm assuming it's an iPhone. iPhone. Yeah, it has to be. I would guess so, but um, I mean, you know, they're just known for making great phone? phones for James Bond. I guess that's about the only thing they're used for nowadays. They're reliable, mm. that's for sure. But yeah,
2: so nine hundred million dollars. Is, is there any? And I couldn't be less excited for this for this film uh, I, <laughs> than I am right now. And it's got a you know, uh, it's got a huge mountain to overcome. Possibly great.
0: Uh, Bond's greatest challenge yet. <laughs> Bond's greatest <laughs> challenge is trying to get people into the box office. Uh, yep. Much like Suicide Squad. Uh, so, <laughs> so, yeah, so if Suicide Squad uh, had a little bit of a tough time, then what What hope does James Bond have? What a, character, James Bond have? a character that no modern uh, millennial knows, probably, for the most part, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, so Suicide Squad, uh, of course, Brian with his uh, fantastic ways uh, you saw that a week earlier than most people uh, but it mm-hmm. came out this past week and uh again it didn't do what they would hope but I guess in the new world it did okay I don't know what do we how do well, we I mean, it,
2: Yeah that's kind of like what do you compare it to right. time will tell I think um, the the so basically the movie pulled in 26.5 million over the weekend which comparatively Jungle Book brought in 30 million Right. You mean Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, yeah, Jungle Cruise. But Jungle Cruise, also, they have the numbers where they can immediately say, you know, this many people did Disney premiere, right? And right. so, and there was like an additional, what, $30 million <laughs> for Disney premiere or something like that. So, they're saying, well, let's box office with $60 million. Uh, HBO Max is not that cut and dry. So, Suicide Squad cost $185 million to make. Uh, but only made a $26.5 uh, and a half billion pull at the box office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not good. But oh, but but it, it's all of it's going to come out in the subscriber data, right? I mean, that's because uh, HBO Max is charging fifteen dollars a month premium for their for their service. So the question is, I guess time will tell if if this uh, uh, if it really hurt or not. I'm sure h b o probably likes the option of of say of, of of writing the movie down if they need to because they're going to write it against box office data, not subscriber data, so that's actually probably a plus one but uh but two uh it's already the second uh most streamed film on h b o max uh behind Mortal Kombat <laughs>
0: there you go that's so, some tough competition there james and' it's,
2: and, and you know uh, three days oh well i guess today's day four of release. So, you know, uh, what's success in this, you know, kind of hybrid yeah. release? You know, I'm sure subscriber well,
1: data is, is what they're looking for. Well, I i don't know. Brian, you may be able to help me out with this or Brian one, but why? I mean, Disney charges $30 extra for, you know, to, to watch a Jungle Cruise or a new movie that comes out. HBO, I don't understand why, especially a movie like this, which people didn't you know, waiting for it's, it's, it seems like it's got a, you know, a following. Why would they not do either do the same or maybe wait a couple of weeks before they release it on HBO max, maybe a month, but, and then put it on. Well, I think the Brad, you, you tell me if you, if,
2: uh, if you don't think this is correct, like you weigh in, but the difference is Disney's a $5 monthly subscription. HBO Max is a $15 monthly subscription. You could not see Suicide Squad without the premium um, HBO Max. Right. Right. So so they're trying to justify that that larger ticket uh, subscription. One. Two, uh, I've got a feeling all of this stuff is just to build the following. Everything we've – all the announcements we've had, all the movies that they released this year was just Goodwill, building the brand – uh, next year, they've said we're getting 10 original films that are going to be on HBO Max, and I'm pretty sure come January, uh, HBO Max is probably going to be 19.99 a month. Well,
1: then I mean, they I think shouldn't that's, be whining about how much this movie made, then. Because, nobody I mean, is
2: whining. That's what I'm saying. HBO yeah. is not whining about how much the movie made. Yeah, but HBO I mean, hasn't said anything. This is all what analysts are like saying. Was it a success? Is this bad? Is this good? We don't know.
1: It's hard to say. I mean, it really is. I mean... I guess we time will tell if there's a Suicide Squad three, if if it's a success or not.
2: uh, Hamada is very very happy with the film and has already said that. Isn't isn't that the head of uh, Walter? Walter Hamada has already said that they're in the uh, um, they're in the James Gunn business that there'll be another project that they've already kind of like started to flesh out that he will be back.
1: And I not gonna say like he's a huge disappointment. No, movies. no, no. They're
2: they're very. I mean, they're very happy with the film. And and, and here's the thing. Unlike Black Widow, this movie will
0: have legs. It's very <laughs> Black good. Widow. Black Widow should have like eight legs, but nothing. That's true. Uh, yeah, uh, it's true. yeah. Disney, the- Disney's got to charge for that premium access because they got lawyers to pay and stuff like that. No, That's
1: no. True. They're gonna charge for it because Disney lends itself out to families watching their movies. And it's cheaper just to pay thirty bucks instead yep. of hauling eight kids to the fucking movie at twelve dollars a
0: pop. So, family of eight kids, it's horrible. Yeah.
1: Now can I go
2: ahead? Can I give a little nerd Stradamus teaser? Uh-oh.
0: Yes. So uh, when, when don't you get Stradamus music, Brad? So, uh, uh, no, we started it. I never finished it though.
2: Uh, we uh, um, so it kind of like I don't think I realized this last week, but if. Su- and we'll get into the Suicide Squad review here in a few minutes. But if Suicide Squad is well received, right, and uh, everybody loves James Gunn, right, and they're wanting to do what's what's a good film to do next, I would argue what I said last week: a Blue Beetle moving into Blue and Gold, and then having James Gunn direct Justice League International would be fucking fantastic.
1: It would be good, but I don't think he'll do that. I mean, you're, I mean, I, I, I I think he's got his plate pretty much full for right now.
2: No, he said that he, they've got, they've already
1: discussed uh, projects. I mean, I wouldn't mind him doing a blue, blue and a gold, blue beetle. No, I don't want him doing blue and gold. I want him doing Justice League International.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, That's a stretch, but, Mm. uh, We'll see. Hey, hey yeah, we man. we we never thought moving into cast, casting news. We never thought we'd get a new uh, version of the Adams Family either. And look at that, we, Lord Lord blessed us with another Adams Family uh, movie. This one uh, centering on Wednesday Adam, uh, but starring some fantastic uh, Gomez and Morticia. Brian, who is who is Gorm, uh, Gomez? Gomez. Uh, yeah, um, Luis Guzman, and
2: this is this is the Tim Burton Adams family. Yes, yeah, so, very, but yeah, yeah, Luis Guzman is the uh, is the uh, the most famous graduate of Greendale uh, Community College. <laughs>
0: was he? I mean, he's been in yeah. everything. So yeah.
2: is the uh, yeah that was that was that whole thing because they had that Luis Guzman okay. forgot, in, the, yeah. uh, in the quad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, he's going to play uh, Gomez Adams. He's playing show? Catherine Zeta Jones. Mm. She's really gonna. Have to su- oh. I think that's really good casting. Yeah, good. I think she- uh, you're gonna really have to su- suspend some disbelief that that uh, that Louise Guzman could land <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones.
1: But- <laughs> <laughs> but- Catherine Zeta Jones. I mean, she hasn't been around in like twenty-five, thirty years. I know she's I mean, like a corpse. Like- oh,
2: thirty years, but uh, when, oh, when was okay, Chicago, Chicago was like uh, no, Chicago was like 2004, uh, 20 I mean, years Chicago? ago.
1: No, it was like nineteen ninety eight. No, it was. <laughs>
0: look it up someone okay, where's the up. intern alex alex yeah he's no, getting alex. paid internship
1: now no yeah, yeah he yeah
0: he's dropped our internship uh no i think that's fine casting
1: um i can't move y'all's fucking face out of the way here Nah, uh, so. that's
0: okay you can you you keep looking it up uh, 2002 i was close what you
1: said 95 Oh, <laughs> well, that's closer I said 90. than 90. i said 2004
0: But you went over over. the Right, rules
1: that would be
0: over. Podman Ron won on that one. Yep.
1: Sorry,
0: but you know what? what, The other thing we haven't, uh, we don't have a whole lot of information on it, and (laughs) certainly don't need to talk too much about it. But as the Adams family are getting a remake, so are the monsters. Uh, Podman Ron, I know you were a big monsters fan back in uh, back in elementary school, running home to watch the monsters on TBS after school. Uh, so, yeah, Rob Zombie is uh, reimagining the monster. So we can only imagine a Sherry Moon zombie is going to be in there. As, uh, yeah, and it, 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 you can kind of – I mean, it's, I guess Tim
2: Burton,
3: right? like people just
2: like <laughs> Tim Burton, and
3: so he wants to do that stuff, But Yeah, let him.
2: You know, who, uh, who, who wants a uh, – uh, a movie about a property that's 60 years old at
1: this point no one well i hope it brings well, in 900 it,
0: million dollars
1: the monsters were good with you know fred Wynn and al lewis i mean that's the monsters i mean that was it was funny back then back in those
0: days but yeah i don't heard some that. more people no one's ever heard of <laughs> butch patrick did Matt i hear Greece. butch patrick
1: Pat
0: Priest, yeah. There uh, you go. D1.
1: so hot? There you go, Yvonne De
0: Yvonne
1: De Ah, uh, so hot. I cannot so tell hot. you where I put my keys at, but I can Who tell you the you cast cast the monsters. Yeah. So, uh,
0: All right. So yeah. So monsters are coming back, and Adam's family. Everybody's happy. Uh, Mandalorian news. We got some new people uh, in Mandalorian. Seemingly confirmed for Mandalorian. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rosario Dawson uh, basically posted some stuff, and they're saying this is a big leak. But uh, season three of The Mandalorian is um, uh, again like uh, Dave Filoni, like building on the stuff. The Dave Filoni universe is the only stuff that matters post Lucas, right? Uh, but uh, so next season, they're they're hinting that we're going to get Grand uh, Admiral Thrawn and the return of Ezra Bridger, who was the Padawan in Rebels. And and they were that was where the season ended or where the series ended for rebels. Uh, they were both on a Stardust Destroyer that was being uh, like attacked by like some like a giant like space alien like monster. And Scalar? Ezra they uh, shot it into hyperspace to get Thrawn off the table because Thrawn was too powerful. And uh, so Ezra basically sacrificed himself to get to get thrown off the table. Uh, but that was where the series ended was Sabine, Wren, who was a Mandalorian, and Ahsoka were going off to find Ezra. And so now the rumor is we're getting Ezra Bridger and Grand Admiral Thrawn in season three of The Mandalorian and
0: we even have what seems to be, to brass point, casting. Wow. Hey, but no, no, no date on season three quite yet, do we? No, it's not. They said it's not even start filming until 2022. Yeah, it'll never happen. Um, But
2: yeah, so the the two we've got is uh, Mina Moussad, who played Aladdin in the uh, Aladdin uh, live-action remake a few years back. Okay, And then Lars Mikkelsen um, is playing Grand Admiral Thrawn. And if you look, I mean, if you look at Thrawn from the comics and that sort of thing, or Ezra Bridger from the cartoon, it's it's spot-on casting for both. Well,
0: there you go. So, should be great. Should be good. Uh, speaking of, uh, other, uh, properties coming back for season three, uh, the Doom Patrol is coming back. I thought I had a clip for that, but I do not. Uh, Doom Patrol coming back for season three. They've announced that that's coming out in not too, September. Yeah. Yeah. A month or so. Uh, what do you think about that? We've got, uh, who are some of the guest villains that we've seen that look ridiculous, but fit in perfectly, right? Uh, yeah, we've got Mishu Mala and the brain. (laughs) Pinky <laughs> in the brain, Nishimura
2: in the brain, which uh, is is pretty fantastic. Um, who else did we get in the trailer?
1: Uh, I'll be Russell. honest with you, I, I never saw season two, and I need to really watch it because I really enjoyed season one. I just never.
0: I fell off season two. Yeah, I watched half of it and then I kind of got bored. I so. thought I thought season
1: one was really very good. It was uh, very good writing, and it, it was. Brandon Fraser was fantastic and all around solid. And I, I honestly, I bit to watch season two, but just ran out of
0: time. Just don't have time. No so, time. Got to make time for the important time. things in your life, like season season two of Doom Patrol. Brian, did you <laughs> stick with it all the way through? Yeah, yeah, I stuck with it. I'm
2: still. Uh, yeah, I'd like to go back through and watch it again um, before this season because it's it's been uh, over a year since yeah. we had the last season. Because it was yeah. the whole, it came out right before DC Universe app, like at sunset, and everything got rolled into HBO Max. So, yeah. and then we went to lockdown.
0: Then we went to lockdown, no, and no one watched Doom Patrol. Watch the last episode, and maybe it leads into it. Uh, but the most exciting season, what, season four? Is it season three or season four? You know what I'm talking about, Podman Ron. Fessen your key. Your belt, oh. karate is coming to the world's
2: biggest stage, where legends are born.
0: Welcome <laughs> back to the All Valley Karate Tournament. Yeah, that's right. The All Valley is happening oh, again, yeah, man. Cobra Kai coming back for season three or four? I forgot. Four, four. The, okay,
1: yeah. Man, I tell you, the All Valley. Them, them people love their karate. <laughs> that is karate uh, well,
0: central. It, it is life
1: and death uh, over there. And you cut the you cut the clip, Brad, before it it says the line.
2: But the uh, for the it's the fight for the soul. Of oh, the oh, valley. yes,
0: yes, you're right. Fasten
2: your gi, tie your belt. Karate is coming to the world's biggest stage, where legends are born. Welcome back to the All Valley Karate Tournament. Soul of the Valley is on the line. That's right.
3: <laughs> that's <There he laughs>
1: right. So the whole moral <laughs> anime
0: dojo battling for the Soul of the Valley thing. That's right. The Soul of the, the Valley. Soul of the Valley. I mean, come on. Man, like, the stakes could not be higher, as Brian. Well, and, yeah. Man, the grandest stage of them all.
1: You know, we laugh, but it is—it is an excellent show. Come on, I mean, thirty-minute episodes. Each yeah. episode, you is, know so me. Like it. It's fantastic. I love man, a good
0: thirty-minute episode.
1: Man, you can watch this. You can binge-watch this in a, about three hours, and it's great. It's a great show. Highly recommend it. And we're getting it in December, so we don't have. So we're getting two seasons in uh, twenty twenty-one. What a like, gift! It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Well, it'll be... that's how sad my life has gotten.
0: Well, speaking of sad lives. Man, I didn't think we'd hear
1: this song again so soon. You know, less than a month later.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, that's right. How,
0: how awkward
1: that we're playing this song twice in a month.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the uh, first
1: we the, lost the great Charlie <laughs> Robinson. Yeah. Don't Green.
0: laugh. I heard a chuckle. No, no. It's sad. said to keep us from who, crying. Who played Mac on
1: well. court. And now, shockingly, we have lost
0: Marky Post. Post. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, it, how did we lose that? I, uh, how, so how, how do we still have Lara uh Lara still kicking. He's still kicking, but Marky Post is gone? Yeah. I know, man. Uh, Everybody loved her in uh, Something About Mary. Oh, uh, you're damn right.
1: It's a great movie. So I really want to go back. I don't necessarily want to go watch uh, Night Court again.
2: I, I no. want to go watch that no. Thirty Rock Night Court finale
0: <laughs> Find out what? Uh, yeah, find out what season and episode that is. We'll uh, we'll have to watch that. Yeah, that she
1: was fun. also on the on the Fall guy, so let's not forget. You know, oh, you Fall it, guy, dude. I mean, come on. Talk about a great theme song. Ah, <laughs> oh, absolutely is a great theme song.
0: Back when you had sung by Sung by uh,
1: uh, Lee Majors himself, by the way. So yeah, well, we, you, know,
0: you got to do it, and you do it yourself. But anyway, yeah, Marky Posh, you uh, passed away
1: from cancer after a four-year battle that no one knew about. So. Yeah,
2: Season. Season. Three episode three, brass season three uh, episode three, uh, 30 rock
0: thirty rock. All right, that's what, that's what we will recommend to our viewers to listen to. We had
2: Harry Anderson and Marky Post tying the knot. Oh wow! Glad
1: well, uh, that. I'm glad they did that. They got that out of the way. Yeah. So I guess uh, this whole new night uh, night court show is really cursed. Be- the curse of night court. I don't
2: think there was. Uh, I mean, hearing that she's been battling cancer for the past four years, I wonder how much you know she worked. at, she was in the plans for this relaunch anyway. So I think it's just going to be the Laura Kat show, when it's all <laughs> which we've already had the Laura Kat
1: show once. No, we still got Richard Mull. Richard Mull, I hope you're, you're oh taking care of yourself please. out
0: there. <laughs> no, uh, he's, yeah, there's going to be some trouble out there. We'll, I, I hope that, yeah, I hope that
2: Larkett, Marshall Warfield, and, and yes. Richard Mull are all in <laughs> some bunker somewhere. And
0: yeah, we'll be playing this theme again before the year's over, you guarantee. No, no, yeah. you know all what? That, happens in threes.
1: Again, man. Oh. Happens in threes. That will be a night
0: court, court curse. <laughs> the night, the nightcore curse for Harry Anderson. Oh, also, trick.
2: Brits, uh, Brits, Finer, Brits, was uh, on several seasons. First, uh, several
0: seasons.
1: Oh. Uh, he wasn't. He was part of the cast, though. We don't. We don't consider he him was, part of the, was
2: the. He ran the newsstand. He, he was in the credits, I mean, the
1: opening credits. Oh well. I mean, yeah. Marshall Warfield actually. Uh, she broke the uh, the bailiff curse, the old lady bailiff curse. So, I mean. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Harry Anderson's Do greatest trick—he's finally pulled on everybody. The night workers. Yeah, what if what if Harry Anderson so if she did wasn't dead? Yeah, that would be the greatest trick. Yeah, he's that out was, there murdering mm-hmm. people. His old co-stars. <laughs> so There's a
1: like movie there. Of Barnaby Jones.
0: There, yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, More let's, references, none of our listeners. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a PMR's 40-year-old references. <laughs> you know, say what you will about PMR's references, but you cannot beat a Quinn Martin production opening exactly. credit. Thank you, Brian. Cannon Canon, Barnaby Jones, that shit was tight. And all tight. the puzzle pieces. The puzzle pieces, the lines, the colors. I mean, that was great the, stuff.
1: And, and most famously of all, Tonight's episode, yeah, right. Murder in the Wine.
0: The something. Night Court Curse. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, those are great. So, um, I, I think we ought to do an all-70s uh, cop show sometimes. We'll have to do, is it Boss? Is it Joe? Is it Barnaby Jones? Is it Columbo? Is it, yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. All right, uh, well, are we ready to talk about the, the big movie here? Brian, any other news? No, that's it for news. Nothing kind of else like worth me. talking about. That, nothing else. All right, let's go to the movies. <laughs> All right, as Brian already mentioned a little bit about Suicide Squad premiering this week. And again, Brian, you, you had that <laughs> that sneak preview that you had uh, and, and gave us a heads up. And you, at the time, loved it. Yeah, you, you were claiming, this is the greatest movie ever. Uh, directed by J- James Gunn, J- DC movie, but you loved it, right? I loved it. All right, and you, I'm assuming you watched it again when it was on HBO Max. I have not yet. You I have, have not watched not. it a second time. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Wow. So not you didn't love it enough to be like, oh my god, I gotta see it, you know, quote unquote, for free well, again.
2: I didn't really have any vacuuming to do. Ah, so I I gotta wait until You had shit to yeah. do. I yeah, I I like uh, yeah. I I
0: couldn't vacuum so it would be playing in the background. Yeah, so yeah. I, uh, Well Podman Ron, uh, uh, uh did you did you watch it? I did watch it. Okay, good. So we can talk about we can I talk about the and I spoiled. saw
1: it in the movies. All by yourself? Screen. I I went with friends and saw it. <laughs> and, let's not uh, let's not go crazy. And uh I enjoyed it. I, I did. It was a uh it was it was a good movie. I as was it James Gunn's that was it better than guardians one and two I, I don't believe so but but it was a solid solid movie
0: all right well it's a solid movie did um yeah again we'll forewarn as uh our listener probably already will know that we're going to go into spoiler territory here uh brian uh, i would i was hoping you would watch it again to see if it was still a great movie or as good of a movie as you remembered the first time um, yeah, I
2: mean, it, it was. I mean, I did not watch it the second time yet, but uh, it was it was very solid the first time. I uh, uh, the only reason I haven't watched it again is because I've not been you know, just, far away from just far enough time. away from the kids. Oh, so I'll uh, those eight I'll kids make some time to see it. Yeah, those eight kids. You gotta get rid
1: of those eight I kids. I like. I did like the, the story was great. I thought the story was really good. I, I liked the that it was truly a suicide squad this time not like the first time where only one died and that was pretty much it uh it was a little bit predictable in the beginning of course we knew that was gonna pretty much happen
2: do you Um, think there was a twist when when it was team a and team b
1: no not
0: at all um no well well, you because knew there was a, of, you knew there was another team because right, you didn't see. Right, Peacemaker that's what I was going to say. I on. didn't.
1: I didn't realize. Of course, it wasn't like it was a big shock. Like they waited a long time to tell you there was a team B. You know, it, it pretty much after the first team died out, you you saw that team B was there. But well, no, they, like while
0: they were being murdered, basically uh, uh, Amanda, team A was just a distraction. Yeah, they were just B a distraction,
1: right? But but see, to me, that created a plot hole. Because a, why would you put? And I know what you're going to say, but then because that's what I thought too. Why would you put Flag on that team
0: and Harley Quinn?
1: Well, (laughs) more more Flag than Harley Quinn. I I would have thought. You know, so so in my mind at first when I was trying to reason this, I thought, well, she put him on that team because she knew that he would be against. You know, what was going to happen? Yeah, right. Taking that 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 disc but then i thought well then why rescue him you know why why did she divert the team to go rescue him
0: yeah so
1: plot holes pmr finds those plot holes and and uh, so that that didn't
2: really make well the way i took it was team a was so bad (laughs) it was so bad like, they wouldn't even made it onto the beach if Flag hadn't been
0: there. <laughs> Barely. So, look, before we get too, too far into it, uh, we're again, spoiler territory all over the place. We're assuming everybody's seen it that wants to see it. Team A consists of Rick Flagg, Harley Quinn, uh, Javelin, Weasel, TDK, uh, Savant, Blackheart, uh, Black or Black Sport, or whatever that Pete Davidson's name is Blackguard. Blackguard, yeah. Uh, Mongal. Captain Boomerang uh, and Captain Boomerang, and so they yeah. they ended up killing all of them off except for we- Weasel. We find out lives, uh, but Rick Flag and Harley Quinn, of course. Uh, you know, I, I thought it was it, it was interesting to Podman P- runs. It wasn't necessarily a surprise that they all. I, I guess my it was a, pri- a surprise to me that they all got killed so quickly, as opposed to just. It would. I, I think I would have enjoyed it a little bit better, maybe, if you would have started with a larger group and then slowly have people get killed off every, you know, 10 or 15 minutes or whatever, as opposed to 10 people within five minutes of the movie, sort of. It's sort of like, okay, well, that's – I mean, I it was fine, but, you know. I kind of enjoyed it because, like, it was –
2: just complete and total cannon fodder. When when T D K the best part of that opening scene is when uh flag's like, T D K, do the arms and his arms kinda of float and hover over and start right. punching people. And then they just start shooting the arms and he's standing there <laughs> just getting riddled. I mean he can still feel the arms. Right. Uh it's uh that was pretty great. I I, I, I like the because uh, I also think it was good because it was uh uh, washing away the shit of the first movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. they didn't get a chance to kill Deadshot and and and, the, and Diablo and all these you know those people again. But but it was like it was nice. It was like okay, well, where are these other people? They probably got murdered before this because
3: right. these
2: missions <laughs> right. don't go well. So uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. It was a cool way to get all these people in the film yeah uh without having to have this huge commitment to the whole film
0: yeah so. I, you know to, again to I'm going to be will uh, have to title this uh episode about stakes something about stakes but it to it uh lowered the stakes a little bit because you know you killed off pretty much all of team A and then you have team B which is King Shark, Polkadot, Bloodsport and uh Ratcatcher too, yeah. and, P- peacemaker. and Peacemaker, and it's like, okay, well, you know, most of those guys are going to live, and they did, you know. So there was no like, oh my God, they're going to kill off Bloodsport or they're going to kill off King right, Shark. They're right. really going to do it that, because you knew saying, that they right, weren't I mean, all going to live, right? So right. that's why I was saying like, eh, throw Javelin in there and let them stay in there through half the movie and then kill them off. Then it would have been like, oh shit, I don't know who's going to live or die. So that right. that was my – It was a better mix of Team A and Team B. Like it, yeah. <laughs> right, as opposed but to all I the mean, losers, it, yeah.
1: I see what you're saying, Brad, but in all fairness, I mean, they did kill Rick Flagg, which was – Yeah, you know, that was I a mean, shocker. It was a carryover from the – yeah, that well, that was kind of surprising. And then, uh, and then the uh, polka dot man, you know, they kind of, thank God, killed
0: him. So, I mean <laughs> – Everybody hates Polka Dot uh, Man. So yes. so let me let me ask you this. So, you know, there's been people questioned because again, nerds can't just accept that there's a movie, right? It's like well yeah, right. is this is this part of the canon? It is does this come after the movie? Is it first and I think the the answer that James Gunn says is like it's a movie. It lives with it's a movie people type stuff, and there's yeah, a little bit uh, of hints of Joker. What mean, or it, what
1: if it. it comes out uh, after the or, first or was, Suicide Squad, was this
0: a sequel to Suicide Squad? Was the big you question? Know,
1: I, you know what? And you know they they he kept it up in the air as if it was going to be that or a reboot. But I mean, honestly, it, it's definitely it seemed like it was a sequel. I mean, it, it, well, it, yeah. it could be
2: if you want it to be, or, or it doesn't right, happen. right. It doesn't yeah, matter. You, you, you thing didn't thing, have to yeah. see
1: the first one to know what was going on, but. You know, there was little hints to it being a sequel like you know Harley Quinn didn't know anybody else but she knew
0: red flag um, and there there was a relationship with well, and well, she, knew she
1: you know. also knew oh, Campbell right, right, right. yeah so you know there was that type of stuff that I, I don't know I like that I liked yeah that. I did too really I thought it was good
0: that. and in my brain it was a sequel that the first yeah, one did happen years. and this yeah. fits in nicely with it I thought but anyway
2: oh, well and the, I, and the fact that was part of what the they said about killing I think it, I think the the other reasoning um why we didn't spread some of this stuff out as much is getting desensitized to it as the movie went on like so if I kill a bunch of them at the beginning you kind of set the you set right. the stakes right uh, but then too like it, it by having that lull in it uh before Rick Flagg gets killed it really kind of puts that that you know that stinger on uh on flag getting right right that's good. Yeah. so. So, I think it gives it a little more uh, a little more uh, gravitas
1: i got so. i got a little bored in the whole towards the end it was one of those transformers endings where everything is just all chaos going all around and you know when they were bringing down the tower before starro got released or when he did escape and you had all this death and destruction all around right. it just kind of got yeah just a little bit overwhelming a little bit, especially for my old feeble mind but <laughs> Um, and then I you're kind of, probably sunsetting, yeah <laughs> I kind of got a little uh kind of bored with the whole Carly Quinn thing in the middle. I thought that Yeah, was I did too
0: like, I thought it yeah, drug a I, little bit
1: it did dra- drag and you know it was one of those things where James Gunn it seems like he wrote that piece just for Margot whatever I Robbie. Quinn. Yeah, it, she you know, oh, I got this I got this cool centerpiece for you. All <laughs> right. Margo just to get her back. Just spotlighting just you. And it was a good thing. I mean, she's great on um, as Harley Quinn. No no question about it. I mean, she's fantastic. But it just kind of dragged in the little in a little bit in that. now when she escaped it was great. But the whole thing with her and the prince and their little Yeah, you know, the little love around love affair and all yeah. that. Yeah, it was kind of dumb. It made no sense. It was it was kind of stupid.
2: Well, yeah, I think that it's also, uh, I think this was intentional, but the prince kind of looked like Joker, right? Hmm. I mean, he, he kind of, he had that kind of angular sort of face. Yeah. You know, he kind of looked like Joker, which was also her type. So killing him in the way he did, and she even references the Joker. Like, I've been down this path right. before. That was, uh, I think, that uh, to your point, P.M.R., that was, that was like yeah, like, this is going to be, you can't kill the Joker. DC's not gonna let you kill a Joker, but this is your way to kinda uh um get that uh uh purge those feelings by killing this character who kind maybe of she, uh, is in the same
1: clause. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but, but like on the part of the prince's part, why would he even wanna yeah, uh, yeah. you know, want to marry her and all that? It's like okay, that makes no goddamn sense. You know, she's a homicidal maniac. I mean you, you. What, what are you? What are you thinking here? So I mean, it just—it's it, kind of dumb. So it, it, it kind of dragged the movie down just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I, I thought it
0: did too. I and mean, um, you know, we, we should say a little bit about Corto Maltese is a big, a big part of the DC universe actually. And I, I don't think I rec- recognized it until I watched something or heard something, but it's referenced everywhere, including The Dark Knight Returns, the graphic novel. Hmm. So I that didn't click with me until afterwards. So I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. And, and that, where, that where else is it referenced
1: at? Because I, I I couldn't remember where it was from. I knew it was from somewhere, but
2: uh, isn't that where? Uh, I think that's where the uh, the didn't order you of no. no, it's it's where the order of Saint Dumas is located. You know, from like Azrael, okay. uh, John Paul Valley. Uh, it's, it's like, it's like one of those fictional countries, kind of like Kandahar. Like anytime it's like a jungle country, they can't really say it's, you know. (laughs) Right, right. Vietnam. So it's, it's Cordo-Maltese. You know, if it's South American or something like that, you can't say it's Colombia. It's (laughs) Cordo-Maltese. So, uh, and then like Kandahar, I can't say it's, you know, Iraq or Egypt. So it's always Kandahar.
0: So. I think Podman Ron belled out on us. Uh, he, yeah. Those those five splendors in his coffee uh, really got to him. Uh, so, yeah, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about the, the breakout stars here. Uh, King Shark, <laughs> I think everybody loves, and uh, Ratcatcher 2, and, and even Bloodsport. So yeah, all of Team A, I thought, did pretty darn good. I mean, they, they did a good job kind of telling their story and everything. Uh, but I think everybody loved Ratcatcher 2 and King Shark.
2: Yeah, King Shark was, uh, you know, he was the group. That was the, everybody loves King Shark. But I'm, I'm curious as to what PMR's thoughts are on Peacemaker.
1: You know, I actually like Peacemaker. I, I actually uh, thought uh, John Cena did a decent job on him. Uh, played the part really well. I, yeah, I liked him. Not as much as, you know, Bloodsport, but...
0: Bloodsport was good?
1: You know, uh, but... For a comic accurate uh, costume, that's probably one of the best ever to hit the big screen.
0: Or just just his, his uh character,
1: right?
0: just the, the character of Pe- Peacemaker. Where are you? Did it win you over enough to say, you know what? When this guy gets a show on HBO Max, I'm I'm there for it.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, yeah. It, he definitely won me over for that. All yeah, right, look at that. that.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. It's Captain America was a douchebag. Yeah,
2: I mean, you get yeah, Peacemaker.
0: He you get Peacemaker. Uh, you know, so let's try, talk a little bit about Bloodsport again. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, What's what, who, who played Bloodsport? PMR. Idris, Idris Elbow. Idris Elbow again. There he is. Just really, yeah, knocking it out of the park. Uh, I will say that James Gunn in this, I think, may be kind of part of part of Bloodsport shtick. Uh, James Gunn loves to have things kind of pop out of nowhere. Mask that yeah. pop out of nowhere, doesn't he? I thought that was like, Oh my god, here we go, please. Yeah, I like his mask though. His mask was it was it looked cool. Uh yeah, but I don't like I it. don't want nanotechnology in the D C universe. Keep that in Marvel where they just think of things <laughs> and it just magically appears. I, I, I hate I, that trope. I
1: kinda liked his gun too. They kept putting you know, he'd take the stuff off his belt and just attach and made all uh. these little I like it. Ah. I like it. Sometimes you gotta you gotta throw a little fantasy in there.
0: Throw a little fantasy into the dog park.
1: Who's the fucking dog? Who's, who's yeah, that must
0: that's be my dog. dog. That's <laughs> a junkyard. Junkyard. Um, so, yeah, so everybody loved Idris Elbow. Uh, Harley Quinn, other than her kind of boring part there, she was fine. She didn't seem quite as psychotic, maybe. Maybe she's kind of chilled out in her uh, old age, maybe. Uh, polka Dot Man. Uh, BMR, you said you hated Polka Dot Man, or you were at least glad yeah. when he died.
1: Yeah, actually, I was. It, it seemed like Polka Dot Man had all these great powers, but he never really used them. when. Yeah, you know, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, his powers were like, probably the, out of both groups, was probably the most powerful, but he half-assed ever used them. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and Brian, does, or do the powers that he had in the movie, are they kind of like the powers that he has in the comic book, or did they make them, amp them up a little bit?
2: I, I think they amped it up a little bit. But to be honest, I... Yeah, he couldn't. It wasn't like he could, like, just make you swish cheese. Um, But I I don't know definitively what his powers'
1: powers were. I always (laughs)
2: thought it was like, uh, you know, he was opening up little
1: portals. portals, Hmm. That's the spot. That's the spot for Marvel. Oh, you're right. That's the spot for (laughs) Marvel. Again, useless knowledge I have.
2: So, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. It's like, uh, I don't... uh, he wouldn't be a joke in DC if he actually had those type powers.
0: So, <laughs> right, right.
2: And you know, I I don't really think uh, I think
0: they they, they, they get they up a little bit. Uh, and then Ratcatcher 2 who was based off of Ratcatcher from the comic books, but Ratcatcher 2 at least up until now did not exist in the comic books, is that right? No, no Ratcatcher 2 does she, exist. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought she was made just for the movie and and no, there really is a Ratcatcher okay. 2. Um, and then, But we did have uh, Taika Watiti. You love your ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Yes. Yes, he made uh, as, uh, an appearance in there. As did, you know, we had a couple of people, right? Ratcatcher 1, yeah.
2: Uh, this was funny. Like, uh, I don't know. And I guess it's because I saw... The, well, no, because even before the movie came out, like the day before the movie came out, James Gunn made this comment about... You know, I can't believe there's there's a there's a cameo in there that I can't believe nobody's picked up on yet. And it was, like, I picked up on it immediately. I just didn't think it was a big deal. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, uh, Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy. The actress that plays Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy was actually when they go into that bar. Which that bar, are you guys aware that that bar is the Claremont Lounge?
0: Oh, was it really?
2: Yeah. Oh, that's it's funny. In, in Atlanta. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, a, a famous bar in Atlanta. So, but when they walk in, you see Lloyd Kaufman briefly for a second, and then they show the dancers on the stage and the actress that played Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxy Two is like one of the, the
0: dancers on the stage.
2: Yeah, and like it's so obvious because oh, they zoom in on her yeah, face, they stayed right? with
0: her a little bit too long. Yeah,
2: yeah, they tracked her too <laughs> long. But uh, but him going, uh, you know, James Gunn I, "I can't believe nobody's mentioned it." And it's like, well, it was pretty heavy-handed. I don't think anybody. Uh, you you know, probably no probably
1: no one recognizes her anyway. I mean she's got had one role and like she's in makeup. So <laughs> no, that's that's
2: but she's but her eyes, that's yeah, the whole thing. It's like yeah. she she's got like a very unique like um uh, face. It's her eyes are are very uh, um I don't know. Uh you're, you, you're, 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 you, you you can spot her and you immediately spot her, whether she's got Mantis makeup on.
0: Brian's makeup in love makeup. with Mantis, just admit it. My other uh, issue, not an issue with the film, but, you know, oh,
1: Lord, you anyway. uh, know, Jesus, no, no, I'm not saying anything. <clears throat> My other issue with the not an issue, but like observation of the movie is, Brian, you're talking about uh, Ratcatcher 2, and Ratcatcher 1 was her father, and. It seemed like they were trying to pull on your heartstrings about this relationship, and I don't know. I just a little bit too much. Yeah, it was like uh, this wasn't. I think they were trying to go for a you know Peter Quill and his mom type Ah, relationship, like a heartstring pull, and it just wasn't there. I mean, it was like okay.
2: No, I I liked it. I mean,
1: it didn't have to like. I mean, it just gave more texture
2: and fleshed out the characters, more so you cared. I mean, if if you go in and just say, hey, look, these are a bunch of people and we're not going to make you care about them and we're just going to murder them, then what's the point?
0: Maybe my heart's just too hard. I just don't like the Grinch. Uh, (laughs) But but you did love uh, King Shark, PMR.
1: I did. I did like King Shark. Yeah,
0: yeah. Who is, uh, again, he's the the one... Oh, I shouldn't say the one character, but we've seen King Shark in a handful of other places and, and uh, the Flash TV show and Harley Quinn's uh, animated TV show and, yeah. and video games. He has a different personality, I think, and kind of a different character and, and everything. But, uh, but to your point, Brian, maybe a little bit too much, but it's sort of like, okay, James Gunn directed it. He's got to have some big, hulky guy that doesn't talk much, but when he does, everybody loves him. It's like okay, yeah. that's a little too sticky, but he was good. I, I mean, Sylvester Stallone's voice was perfect with that.
1: Yeah, I feel like I like King Shark better than I do Groot. Wow. Yeah, like, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I, I agree with you on that. Absolutely, except so. Baby Groot. I did like me Baby. Groot. Everybody loves Baby Groot. Everybody loves Baby
0: Groot. Uh, well, let me let me ask you guys this because it was something that um, I probably you know maybe realized about halfway through it, or maybe it was toward the end, or whatever. <laughs> But it didn't bother me. After I realized it, I'm like, okay, it didn't bother me. You know, we've we've talked a lot about uh, you know equality in superhero movies and representation mm-hmm. and everything, and it so happened that all of the heroes in the movies, the people that saved the day, so to speak, were all female characters. I, you know, you had the you had Amanda Waller again. Not saying that she was a hero, but you had Amanda Waller in charge. You had the uh, rebel, the gorilla rebel on uh, Corto Maltese, you uh-huh. know the female rebel there. You had uh, Ratcatcher and Harley that ended up saving the day. So you had these kind of strong female characters, but I felt like it didn't really shove it in your face to say, hey – we, you know, all the women in here are badasses. It just—I thought they did a really good job yeah. of organically letting that happen, to where sometimes it was the men that saved the world, sometimes it was the women that saved the world, and that's kind of that was nice. I agree with you, but I never thought about it, but you're right. You're you absolutely. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. That's you know,
2: it's it's the story. Uh. Is is fine that way? I mean, if the story's better because of it. Like, it, right, it, right. it makes sense, right? That know that that's the way this the whole thing with the javelin and Harley Quinn not knowing you know she realized what she was supposed to do with it. The story was written well, and it, and all their motivations make sense, and right, they were right. written as strong women. And the antithesis to that, which I've said numerous times, is Captain Marvel.
0: <laughs> right, to where it's like Cap- let's just shoehorn it in to make it. Yeah, uh, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Cap- so Captain Marvel. They want to show a strong character, so did they write her well or, or make her? You know, no. They just made every male person in the film a douchebag or a moron. So by comparison, she was the most, you know, uh, heroic. But they, you know, they they cheated. Instead right, right. of writing a good character, they just put her in a world full of dumbasses, versus actually writing a fleshed out yeah. good world and making been the most competent uh, um, people in that
0: world. Right, right. So I thought so, after, I mean, maybe it was after uh, Ratcatcher kind of saved the day by, with the, the rats and all that kind of stuff with Sorrow that it kind, of made, it kind of clicked with me. I'm like, oh, yeah, all the kind of leads, for the most part, are all female. But it, it wasn't shoved in your and, face. And, and it, you know
1: what? It and, was spread and, and out. And a, test, and a testament to that is I never really realized. Yeah, you know? to so Brian's point, it was good that. writing. Yeah. Yeah, um, until you just mentioned it, I never really thought about it.
0: But well, there you yeah, go. Fine. Now you have something new to think about.
1: I know I got something new to think about. <sighs> but I did like Starro. I thought Starro they did an excellent job on Starro. Yeah. It was it was a combination of campy, but terrorizing too. I mean, it was really <laughs> weird. I mean, at some point you think, okay, that's kind of goofy looking, but at other times you think, okay, that's kind of horrifying. You know, I mean, so I, I thought they did a great job with that.
2: Well, when they would show how they how they had to remove yeah. the Starro's and it was, like, just ripping people's flesh off yeah. in this star pattern or, like, when it came off and, like, all those fibrous tissues were still, yeah. like, embedded and, and like, uh, drilled into their into their uh, brain.
1: And the way Starro would shoot those little... Out of his the armpits? They were, little baby <laughs> out of his armpits, man. I mean, that was... And they would just fly in the air until they attached. And I, I thought that was really cool looking. Yeah. And... I, I, that was really. Now, well, also liked that, that the people
2: that were it made sense how they were able to fight them off. I mean, Ratcatcher had her mask, right? Uh, um, yeah, but uh, you Board would think Hatties that catchers.
1: someone other than the Suicide Squad would have <laughs> put their hands over, over their, their face because nobody else <laughs> fought them off except them. So That's right. Like, okay, guys, come on now. You just saw about five people around you get their face sucked (laughs) up. You're
0: just standing there watching it happen, people. Yeah, just
1: kind of cover your your head.
0: We forgot about the doctor, uh, who Doctor Who? Yeah, exactly. Who made no attempt to do anything other than act like the doctor. I mean, he (laughs) Peter Capaldi completely. uh, I mean, he I've seen him in other things, and he does change his personality. Purpose in this movie? Yeah, not much, right?
1: Yeah, not really. Well, I mean, would you
2: would you rather they just said this is just generic Mad Doctor,
1: or would you rather it be like a DC
0: character? Yeah, I mean, it was fine. It was fine. He didn't really serve a purpose other than that. But um, yeah, but what do those things on his head do?
1: I mean, were they did they mind control or did that they, it, it
0: just... increases his intellect? Mm. Okay, like mm. that's the thinker. That's the thinker. That's the thing. That's not my thinker. Let's let's talk a little bit about what I think was uh the best scene in the movie, the best uh part. There uh, Where 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 was where what was the best part, Brian? When they head into that gorilla camp. <laughs> that was so to me that was like, okay, this is cool. This was the way they did the reveal of that was great. Well Uh-oh. it was the reveal and and I love when uh when the, my favorite
2: line I think in the whole film is when uh when Bloodsport tells Peacemaker, he's like, "Show off." And he yeah. goes, uh, uh, "He goes. Nobody likes to show off." He, and Cena goes there. Uh, Peacemaker goes, only, or He goes, uh, "Unless only what they're it's showing it's off is dope as
0: fuck." Yeah. Man, and he's like, he's like no, "You're right. You're right." Damn it! <laughs> like, uh, what, what? Were, what were you going to say, Podman and Ryan? Okay, I like that.
1: I like that scene. I like the you know them killing everybody, and then they came to find out that those were kind those of the, were the good, good guys, guys. <laughs> that they killed. Great scene. My only problem with it is if you watch the scene,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's like
1: it's – They're like just people, waiting for them
0: to attack them. Yeah, they're yeah. just waiting
1: for them. I mean, there was one that they were just standing there. No one's like – if you can't hear these people right. killing all these people, I mean, then there's like straight shots of people down the road that was watching them just standing there. Right, yeah. Like, okay. I, well, this that. is kind of goofy. I mean, it was – that was terrible filming in that regards. But the scene itself, I mean, the kills are great. They should have done a little bit more on the execution. I, I, having
0: too. it seem like a surprise without people. Yeah, there was right, one right. where where I think it was Bloodshot was walking. And literally he walks into frame where three people are standing facing him. Yes. They, aren't, they don't even have their back to him. No. <laughs> and so, no, now I'm, like, I'm with you. I choose to ignore that. Because I I love the part where they're like, Flag, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, these are the people that helped me. Yeah, that was funny. It was
1: a great scene, but they could have just done a little bit better. It's like (laughs) he just half-assed the editing on that. What
2: about when they were all sleeping in the jungle and then uh, King Shark was about to eat? uh, the Catcher, (laughs) And Cena comes in. He took off
3: his (laughs) costume to sleep in his underwear.
1: (laughs) Yeah, John, John Cena was really good in this. Yeah. He, he, he was very good, even though he's a you know puppet of the Chinese. You know, aren't we all?
2: Aren't we all? Aren't we all? All yeah, right. Well, I, uh, I think my favorite kill though was the because uh, there it was that whole you know uh, dick measuring contest. You know, as they were killing right. their way through the camp. But when the guy was in the bathtub and he had the fan, <laughs> right? and, oh, yeah. and uh, the like threw something and it. It knocked the fan into the tub it's and electrocuted
1: See, it that back. was the, that was my point. Like the guys up there in a bathtub, <laughs> right, right?
0: They're killing. He's high up. They're killing everybody. Somebody him. has to have screamed a little bit. I right? mean,
1: at one time, yeah. I mean, at one time, he'd probably look over and say, "What the fuck's going on over there?" But no, he's just taking a bath. In the open,
0: and I get that you sneak behind somebody and slit their throat, and there's no time to scream. Or King Shark eats somebody head first. There's no time to scream. But Bloodsport was, you know, setting people on fire. They there was, there was a little bit of noise associated. <laughs> there was there. a lot of noise yeah. going on in that. Anyway, scene. very funny, very funny. Oh, scene. Uh, you know, the thing that I didn't like was uh, uh, the King Shark and the little jellyfish things. I, I was sort of like, oh, where did that? I don't, I don't know what purpose that served, you know. Other than yeah, was- it was cute watching them play with the jellyfish monsters by, while they were in the aquarium, and then they came yeah. out and they started attacking them. But. I
2: honestly kind of felt like that was kind of a nod to Galaxy Quest a little bit.
0: nah uh, maybe. Yeah. You remember the little, yeah, uh, the, the little aliens on the
2: planet? And yeah. Like, oh, they're cute. And it's like, ah, the one hurts his leg. I'm like, oh, he's hurt. And they all just, just eat him. him.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Dude. I felt like it was a like kind of a nod to, to Galaxy Quest. That's the what. Galaxy Quest did it better. Galaxy well, Quest? Yes. well, yes. All right. So, what do we what do we want to think here? And before we give ratings, uh, PMR, can you remind us how we rate things? Oh know, I was and that's an honest question.
1: That I, uh, I, okay, I, you I, don't I, know. All right. I do not have my. Can I struggle I'll, with I this? Get that.
0: I struggle get with that. it. I'll be
2: honest I mean, with you. It, to me, it's it's pretty simple. It's it's basically. You know, one out of five is. I, I wish I hadn't seen
1: this. You, right? you wish you hadn't seen it, and you don't recommend to anybody to see it. Like right, right. one out. Of so, five.
2: so I think where we get fuzzy <laughs> is like two and three.
1: Okay, so I'd say two out of five. Two out of five. I would say, I would never watch it again. But you can watch it
0: again.
1: <laughs> okay, I I'll allow it. You to watch it. I'll, I'll allow you to watch it. it. I'll, I'll, all I'll, all if right. you want to, watch it. All right. Three out of five would be. Well, oh, hang on, on, here on. on. Can I, you know, can I give a different?
0: I've watched
1: it once. I recommend you to <laughs> watch it. He's on the it. roll. Let him go, please. Yeah, let me go here. And and you know, I may watch it again. That's three out of five. So
0: three may I've watched it once. I may watch it again.
1: Yeah, maybe. Okay.
0: Okay. So Four,
1: four? <laughs> four would be. I recommend you watch it. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna watch it again. I'm, I'm gonna going, watch it again. I'm gonna watch it again. Five one is I watched it once and I've already watched it again. So Brian, this cannot be a five, five is, for you.
1: Five is I would watch it multiple times. Oh. Okay. Like, like a Back to the Future or a Star Wars. You would watch it multiple times. Okay, all there
3: right. Hey, okay.
1: Alright, so Brian, what's your
2: rating? <laughs> so here's the way I look at it. Okay. Here's the way I look at it. Uh, a one I regret. Wasting my time on this. Okay, there's nothing it's redeemable. What I said. No, there's nothing redeemable. Uh, I wish I had my time back. Right? Okay, all right. A two, I, I, there was at least something. <laughs> that any different? No, uh, there was at least something interesting. Like I could understand, or I can appreciate at least some component of the film. Okay. Okay. Three. It's good. I enjoyed it. It was fine. Like it's a popcorn film. You know, that's where that popcorn flick kind of mentality falls in. I enjoyed it. Uh, I might watch it again at some point. I uh, don't regret wasting my time <laughs> seeing it or spending the money.
1: Right. That's what is that?
2: Uh, four is very good. Okay. Four is very good. I'm going to purchase this film. Oh wow! Right. I'm going to purchase this film. Uh, for my collection. Okay. Right? See I would that think, would think that would be a five. five.
1: That would be a five. You don't I plan on watching multiple no,
2: no. I no. plan on okay, watching multiple Wow. Plan on having five, sex with the movie? A five, I have a visible erection. That's that's what the hole in the D V D is for. <laughs> no. No, the five the five is is uh I'm going to shout it from the rooftops how good this movie is. (laughs) I'm going to get into a screaming match with Alex over how good this film is. All right, Justice League. That's a five, right? A five is I'll buy it and then buy the collector's
0: edition (laughs) (laughs) later on. (laughs) Yours is based on purchasing the physical media. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. That's hilarious. Our our listener cannot identify with it.
2: No, no, no. Uh, uh, so basically, yeah. I mean, a, a three is I, I'm glad I saw it. I don't regret it. A four is I plan on watching this on a regular basis. This is this is like in the wow. rotation. You
0: guys are not yes. helping me whatsoever.
2: And then a five, a five is you know this is that top tier film. This is
1: That's a five. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, I, I gave myself a few minutes uh, before I could stand and leave the theater.
0: <laughs> wow, well, you, you, I don't know. I, 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 I would say uh,
1: my rating makes more sense.
0: I'm not sure if either one of them do. <laughs> but I'll, think, I'll, I'll go five with is it. good, one is bad. How about that? Yeah. I, see, I have a tough time with with this because I, you know, if I'm being honest, there's a lot of the first Suicide Squad that I liked better than this movie. You know, like they, in right. the first Suicide Squad, there was a very clear connection to the larger U- D.C. universe. You know, we saw Batman. We saw Joker. We, I mean, there was. Yeah, here, but that was here,
1: shoehorned in. I mean, I, I I, know what you're talking about. Yeah, but, but I, I kind of liked I,
0: it. I, 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 liked and
1: I, I will say this. And this is one of the thoughts I had about this movie. I, I think I would have liked this movie a little bit more. You would have gotten to know some of these personalities a little bit better. I mean, like Peter, Pete Davidson's character. I mean, unless you're, I mean, what, right. what the fuck was that? I mean, you don't know. Yeah, this and there for like Five minutes. You know who the and, fuck are these people?
0: Right, and they kind of, you know, they did the whole thing at the beginning where the uh, uh, Amanda Waller's team is betting on who's going to win or lose, and they did the exposition as much as like, oh, is she an alien or is she a mutant? I don't know. I don't think she's going to live. So they kind of did that whole you know, shtick of from the first Suicide Squad where they did like a five-minute segment on the each person movies, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they kind of squeezed that into, you know, one minute or whatever, which is fine. Uh, but there was <laughs> certain, I, I think there was from the first one, there was a certain, you know, kind of uh, MTV charm with that, the way that they switched the music and all that kind of stuff, which again was schmaltzy sort of. Uh, but I enjoyed it from the first one, you know, where they said Killer Croc, and they you know had the the rundown, and they showed different little scenes with him in it and stuff like that. I kind of I miss that. Um, so anyway, so there were some things that I liked in this, and uh, again, this one used a, like James Gunn does used a lot of pop music. Well, not necessarily current pop music but pop music to play around with it which was what a, a lot of people criticized from the first movie as well so it's like okay you you know haters just want to hate type thing uh you know i will i watched it once i watched it thursday night when it came out i will put i will watch it again but i'm going to fast forward through the boring parts um so i don't know what that if that puts me at a three maybe i don't know
1: I would I would say I
0: put you at three, Brad. Three. Okay, thank you,
1: Brad. I think you just lend yourself to a three.
0: See, yeah, I think, I think that so. puts you at a four. Because I would watch it again. Because the intent but,
1: is the intent after
2: watching it is already to watch it again in some way. Okay, when I, I agree,
1: with Brian He's right. I think. Okay, Brian's so maybe right. it's a I four. You, you want to watch it? Yeah, you already want to watch. Because I think a three would be I watched it. I say yeah. yeah no, I, vacuum.
0: I I'm going to vacuum background
1: background
0: yeah you know but that's where again you know not that i loved the first one but and the first one was kind of batshit crazy as far as trying to make sense of it and all that stuff absolutely but it was sort of like boom 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 i mean it was more of like something you could put on in the background and just have and look up and there would always be something happening with this i feel like i put it on the background and i look up and harley quinn's dancing with the guy and i'm like well shit you know so again it's kind of a a weird vibe. I'm not saying that I loved the first one, but there were parts of it that I think actually were better. So I guess I'll land mm. with a four. You guys put me at a four, I'll put it at a four.
2: Yeah, right. and this is one of those where I wish we could do halves.
0: I do too. I would go with three and a half if I could.
2: Let's uh, see, I would go with four and a half mm. if I could. So now I'm torn. Do I roll
0: it up to a five or do I roll it down to a four? Are you going to buy the special edition? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think you are. You're going to watch fish? this
1: multiple times. Would, would you? Would you rate this as well as a Back to the Future, where you would watch it that many times, right.
0: or a Children of Men, whatever the fuck that is? It's so movie yeah, ever.
1: I mean, I would.
2: I mean, it's it's going to be a four. Um, uh, but it, I mean,
0: <sighs> see if Brian gives it a four, I feel like I should be giving it a f- three then. <laughs> <good>. uh, see,
2: <laughs> I really enjoyed this film. Wow. See, I like. I I would probably watch it repeatedly <laughs> if there if the content if, I, if it was something I could get away with watching with
1: Tamara or, or the kids Yeah,
0: in those the room, fucking kids mess it up every then time. Then I'd probably
2: then, yeah. A five. I'm giving it a five.
1: Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you liked it. Give it a five. Yeah, be
2: proud about it, right? The only reason I can't rewatch this is because I have
0: them like, in, the, in the same room all the time. I rid right of them. What do You're I watch? Right Pornhub or Suicide Squad? It's confusing to do. you got to make choices <laughs> in life. Choices? Both give them interaction. Oh, <laughs> damn. Yeah, I'll give it a five. Okay. There you go. Wow. PMR. I, I'd give it a solid four. Okay.
1: It's not something that – I mean, I, I'd watch it again, but it's not something I think I'd repeat,
0: watch it like, you know. I don't, think, I don't know if I'd watch it a third time, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's
1: – uh, I'd give it a four. I, you know, like I said earlier at the beginning of this, I like James Gunn. He's probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite director. Um, it's a great movie. He did a great, awesome job with the characters. But there's just – some of the stuff I mentioned is probably why I didn't.
0: Okay.
1: It's not his – not his best. Guardians were was much better on both of those.
0: So. See, I think uh,
2: I, I kind of disagree with that. I think at at this point your expectations were higher. But if if this movie came out before Guardians, uh, this would have been. And we were reviewing them in reverse. You'd be well, saying, yeah, "Okay, well, Guardians, uh, you know, Guardians oh, isn't quite as good you know. as, as Suicide Squad."
1: Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Honestly, no. Yeah. It's I, different yeah, different vibe. Yeah, it's different vibes. I mean Alex Alex said it best. Well, I thought he said it best. He he felt it was more like a it was a great superhero movie that but like an independent, like it was a Tarantino superhero movie.
2: Or right? like Super.
1: Which yeah, was by James Kenneth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he said it was like an independent feel. It had an independent feel to it. Felt like Le- felt like a Tarantino movie. So let I me thought ask he was you right. this. I thought, you know, the coloring, the everything in it. Yeah, I think he was right there. The violence, the action. I think he he had a point.
2: So let me ask you this, and I wish Alex was here to give his rating. Oh, no. But to my point last week, when I gave my non-review yeah. of, of, of Suicide Squad, don't you or do you think this is an advantage DC definitively has over Marvel films where they can tell this kind of story and do this kind of stuff, uh, to, you know, a more mature audience, but still superhero. The stuff we've liked best in the past year has been The Boys and Invincible. And DC do I, has I, I, those type of stories. DC has those type of stories and that stuff in their catalog they can do. And they can make a movie R, where Marvel I, I, will not.
1: Well, I do and I don't. I, I agree with you. I like, you know, that they can make an R movie. Yeah, you're right. But what sucks is, you know, let's mention Superman, but we'll never see Superman with these people. You know, right, yeah. You know, let's, you know, we, we whose villain is this person? I mean, you know, I would like well, to see them connected to to the greater DC universe. Right. And who cares if you know, Superman's a PG movie and, and this is a rated R. I mean, so this is a rated well, R. You, here's, here's the thing.
2: You could see it. You could see it. There's a couple of different things to, to consider here. You could have Bloodsport in a Superman movie
1: yeah, absolutely. make a cameo.
2: You're yeah. not probably not going to have Superman make a cameo in a Suicide Squad film. Right. So it's not right. a two-way you know, street.
1: But, but I wish... I agree with you. and This is where I think Marvel is superior to DC. I, I, they've got a more cohesive universe. I would love to see these characters make appearances in DC well, universe movies, but I don't think we ever will.
2: Here's my other point. Here's my other point. DC is a multimedia conglomerate. It's not just the movies. It's not just HBO Max. It's also the comic books and... Uh, WB Games, and so if you're saying, "Well, we're never going to see them on the same screen," not on a movie screen, but we're getting the the uh, next year we're getting the Suicide Squad uh, kills uh, Super Suicide Squad <laughs> kills the Justice
3: League.
1: What on video game?
2: Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing.
1: About a video game. I mean, everybody,
2: everybody does. No one. Everybody does. No one plays. No, video You games. two don't. You two don't. Here's, <laughs> the thing. here's the thing. Do you I know? Mean, hold on.
0: Mr. Represents. Hold, the... hold on.
2: Uh The what game was it that came out last year? But it made eight hundred million dollars. It was a James Bond game. First week. <laughs> yeah. There was um, so, what, the, what was the game last year? There was is, a game so last year. Not, I know people. Oh, it was hear. Far Cry. Far Cry came out last year, and in the first week, it made eight hundred million dollars.
1: So your, your your love for DC is blinding you,
0: sir. Wow, what your love for DC? Is no, blinding. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, it's not I'm not blinding. Just saying, me. I mean, so, but so I know, I know what you're saying. It's Video money. games are
1: popular. I get it. They're, they're, they're not popular. popular.
2: They're more popular than well, movies are.
1: And, Absolutely. So, but why would, when you're talking in terms of canon and stuff, I mean, you don't. I mean, I'm not gonna. You don't, don't have know, a crossover I mean, from, gonna, yeah, you, yeah. I'm, I get, get that, but, but the question is: the question is, would you rather? I mean, we must will be. Uh, we must will be saying hostess Twinkie uh, ads from the old days, yeah, yeah, or
0: helicopter. Yeah.
2: What matters is the money. What matters is the money. So here's NHL. here's here's the point. If if you have this movie that can prop up and lead into the video game, and the video game can can trounce any box office this movie could ever have made, that's a win for Warner Brothers. It's all it's all money. It, it's all nothing all matters but the money. So so yeah, if this if this leads to a better launch for the video game that and it's it is also a huge win it's a big there marketing probably, initiative <laughs> there's probably very very a very small chance this movie would have made a billion dollars but the game could so yeah you got to think of it you got you can't put this stuff in the box that you would have where movies are the are the are the are the apex of success. Video games are the apex of success now.
0: Wow. PMR, you are just getting too old for this shit. That's, that's yeah, what just, Brian just said.
1: I know, but I'm just saying that. I mean, yeah, I mean, those apples and oranges, though. I mean, one's a movie, one's a video game. I mean, it's, well, I mean, it's both money. It's both money. Well, and I that's get, the thing I get is. It's the money. But, said, but, I, 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 hold on. but I'm different. I, I don't like stuff to be. But. <laughs> all in one universe, you know, and this is not the DC stuff is spread all the way around. I mean, you've got you got I HBO passed. Max TV shows, you've got you know movies that are going to change, and then now you've got uh, R rated. Now you're talking about video games. I mean, they're all over the place. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, they they lend themselves to a multiverse, and that's good. But I guess if you if you like that kind of thing, and that you don't care about any type of uh, Continuity in your storyline, you know, that's that's fine if you're, you're so, one and done. But here's, here's I would I would like to see some of these characters interact in a regular DC universe on the big screen or even the small screen. Right, but, right. But, all right. You know, that's all. Uh, so,
2: yeah, yeah, but this kind of goes up to that whole you know these this we're not we're aging out of the demographic, right? The, you know, we're we got to accept we're aging out of the demographic. Really but <laughs> here, see. So, so think about this: If you were, you know, little PMR, oh, back in 1981, yep, oh, wow, wow. and you saw a movie, this movie, and six months later, you got to play as Bloodsport or Harley or, or Peacemaker e- or ET and,
0: and try to kill the Justice League in the game because I the Justice League is. Pmr, we're losing your audio there, buddy.
1: I'm sorry. I said I was around when the ET came out. The video
0: game was out, and you loved it.
1: That wasn't wasn't continuity for the movie. Correct,
0: but it it may have caused you to buy the video games, spend more money. if,
2: If you're right, if you were, if you saw this, if you were 15 and saw this movie, and right. Six months from now, this video game comes. The video game comes out. Are you more likely to buy it or less?
1: No, I get you. I get, and you've got a, so that, a twelve dollar movie
2: ticket versus a seventy
0: dollar video game. Which which should Warner be? And I get B- that. Tim. just uh, saying honestly. that he won't say movie or TV yeah, show um, or whatever where there's right, a little bit of just, continuity in it. Right. Not exactly. saying you can't make money off of video game. No, no, but no, no, but no, like, no, no absolutely. But,
1: the, but I mean, I but, get that, you, yeah. I mean, but. But I you're also saying nobody gives a games. shit about video games, and it's like... No, well, I didn't mean it like that. I meant nobody who's wanting to watch a movie, a continuity of a movie, is going to care about if the continuity the
0: storyline can. No, not continuity wise.
2: But if this movie made them out to be badasses, which it did, and now you get to go play those badasses six months from now no, 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 and take not, down the Justice League with these characters, that's pr- I mean, that's going to sell.
1: Well, it, well I get that. I'm, not, I'm just saying that. I would like to see – that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I would like to see these characters on the big screen or in the small screen interact with regular DC heroes or villains, you know. I'd like to see a Superman or a well, Batman. And, but see, DC I think... has played it so close to the vest with both of them. And and then when they did manage to, to make a movie with them, they, it sucked. So – now we're, we're getting these good, B and C cast characters who are, are trying to carry on for DC because for whatever reason, we cannot get a Superman or a Batman movie off the ground.
0: Well, so. I, I, I see you guys are really wrestling with this topic here, but we do need to <laughs> – almost spit out the coffee there. We do need to keep things moving here. Uh, can we get over to the assignment really quickly because I know we've got a few other things to talk about. Mm-hmm. yes alright so let's get over to the assignment of the wrestler cool.
1: oh, yeah. what the fuck are you get doing I'm doing my thing this. I'm going to work <laughs> you sons heart. of bitches my, heart. <laughs> my heart's still ticking
3: yeah but the First. doctor said First
1: I know what I'm doing you know the only place I get hurt is out
0: there alright I, well. got,
1: I got only one good thing about this movie and I know you probably know
0: what it is <laughs> Wow, uh, the soundtrack? I don't know what. Marissa Torme's boobies? Exactly. There you go. That was it. Seeing the, the only stripper redeeming Marissa thing Torme.
1: about this movie is... I that got hurts. To see that yeah, hurts. I, this movie... You guys, y'all really set me up for this turd fest. Wow, this Brian. This thing was fucking... Aw- you, you know what? Instead of me sitting there shitting on it... Yeah. I want you to tell me what the fuck was good about this movie. Ouch.
0: Uh, I mean, is Darren
1: already does a it wasn't Mickey Rourke's performance because he has the performance of just like this, and <laughs> I think I saw this whole movie on an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia with the animal played by uh, the late great uh, George the Animal. <laughs> yeah, no, what was no, what was the uh, the episode of Always Sunny when it had the wrestling, and it was played by mm-hmm. the guy who played in uh, They Live. Uh, Roddy yeah, Piper. Piper! Yeah, yeah. So, I I enjoyed this. Tell movie. me what I mean. Well, this could, tell me what you enjoyed about this movie. This what could was, be a five for about. me,
0: PMR. Yeah, yeah. This could be a five. Uh, y'all, y'all are fucking with me right now. No, I mean, I've always when I saw this movie the first time, I'm like, this is a fantastic movie. I love it. It's a great human story of the yeah. sad, tragic life that this guy is leading and, you know, he had kind of a chance to get out of it sort of like and to leave a normal life. But uh, the, you know, the fame and the how? routineness of this is all I know how to do. This is all I've got. Well, And, and even yeah, if it kills me, this that, is all I've got.
2: The addiction of like the cheers from the crowd, right. he, you know, uh, like when he, in his real life, nobody gave a shit about him. Like he's working in a deli, right? Taking shit from everybody. But in that ring... Everybody I, loved him,
1: and I get that, and I and I got that. But it just he just it just there was no. I mean, it's like okay, wow. I get it. You, your life sucks. You, you're kind of a. Uh, you don't have anybody, so yeah. But here's, 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 here's and the, the and thing. His. And then let me let me talk about the the the, the girl, his his child, the he, daughter. Yep. Two hours late. The, he's two hours late to meeting her, and she like goes off the deep end about it. And I mean, that was just over. Everything was over the top of this movie. It was terrible. Over the yeah, top movie. Oh, Arm wrestling. That
0: was a much better movie. That <laughs> was a much better movie. <laughs> okay, so, that's a five two. By the way,
1: give me that. That that's a much better
0: movie. Oh, I, I'm sorry, guys. I, All right, so I, here's, I really
1: watched this thinking you guys were just setting me up for a shit show. No,
2: here's here's the counterpoint. So. <laughs> like the world of wrestling, right? It's that old carny sort of uh, um, mentality,
0: like that they have to have. No one gives a uh, shit yeah. about wrestling or video games, Brian. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> no, no, I, get, <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, well, hang go on. Ahead. Go, Wait, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. What going to say?
2: Um, and and you know, the, famously, like uh, when you were a wrestler, like in the eighties, nineties, and even like the the two thousands. Only in the past All like right. few years has this changed. Uh, you were on the road like three hundred days a year. Okay. So you never saw your kids. You never. Okay. You, and you were. You were basically you were choosing. I'm going to be on the road and I'm going to have this career and I'm going to I'm going to hug so, this.
1: And kid. I've seen this story a million times. So right. I yeah.
0: I mean, nothing new, unique about this story. Absolutely. No, nothing at all. No. I've seen it told a million but, times yeah. by better actors
1: and better writers and definitely better directors. So oh. let me
2: ask you, PMR. Oh. No. Can I fucking finish what I was saying? Yes. Like, yes, like you, you are so... <laughs> I swear to God. Anytime, <laughs> you just want to jump in and like, like. Well, I, don't like, well, I, don't like well, I don't like it. Well, I don't like it. Well, I don't like it. No shit you don't like it. You said it like seven times. He's <laughs> a crotchety old man. You I also asked for us to explain why it's good. So aye, you want to hear sure that no. or you go not? Ahead.
1: Go ahead, go ahead. Liz, I'm listening. So, God. <laughs> like, like, this is the...
2: the you just sit back when you don't like something. You have no facts. You don't really have an appointment, but you want to <laughs> hint at anybody that actually fact. does
1: like it. Yeah. I gave you a fact. But you go did, ahead, what I'm was listening. the fact? What was the, the fact? The fact is I've heard the like story it. a thousand times. Fact. And, no, I told you I thought he did a terrible job. Wow. Uh, I thought it was boring. I, I didn't see any redeemable fact. I mean, the story, we've heard this story before. It's usually a rock star, but, you know, traveling the road. Right. And, uh, and, and a rock he's, star he's,
2: is not stapling dollar bills to his forehead
1: to so get, he's to get a pop. cocaine and everything. So, else. I mean, that's right. Right. So. Right. So
2: the point is, you asked, why did the daughter hate him? Why was that the last straw? Because her entire life he was an absentee parent. Right. He exactly. only showed up to 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 come in there and get her affection. The flip side is uh, he doesn't he doesn't know how to relate with the real world. He's, he lives in this bubble of the wrestling. He doesn't know how to work in the real world. He's adored in the wrestling ring, even though it's terrible for him, but he keeps doing it long after he's right, year. He's a very sad and,
0: and tragic character.
2: And wow. essentially, he chooses to
0: die in the ring. Like, he chooses to die in that ring as opposed to live in the real world. And, Podman, Ron, you're saying that, yeah, you get all of that, right? But you're just saying right. that you've seen I mean, it done a million times before, right. and I you mean, think it's, it's been done better.
1: Right. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on it or anything, but I'm just no, saying that. Hey, I just think – Oh good. No, I'm finally having an opinion. My point is, if, whenever you
2: don't like the opinion, nobody else can have one either
1: no i think that's the reverse i think i'm having an opinion and you're not liking my opinion so therefore you're getting upset up.
2: no no it's <laughs> uh, the, the issue is i can't
1: this is an argument me and saying. alex have all the time with each other yeah you're you're the uh well, denominator in that
2: PMR. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i think he got you on that one hey uh, but listen i'm
1: just saying i didn't like the movie all so right. there well this right? is I just said while i didn't like the movie
2: and that's fine. That's fine. I, I'm t- I, I'll let you say why you didn't like the movie, but when I but you said you proved to me why it's good, and then I, like, I try to say right. something and you just talk over me.
3: Well, okay.
2: Well,
0: I think. I, I kind of almost would put this up as a five, and I didn't recognize it. I mean, I must have, I probably have seen this movie about uh, half dozen times, six or eight times or so, and I put this uh, as a five as whenever this movie was on, like when it was in ca- on cable and stuff like that, and it would be, you know, either five minutes into it or five minutes left in it, and I would watch it all the way through. To me, that's a five of a movie when it's like I just happen to stumble upon it, and I'm like, and and this is one of them. And really, uh, uh, just about about all of Darren Aronofsky's movies, uh, don't ever watch The Fountain, by the way, PMR. You'll hate it. I loved it. (laughs) <laughs> but it makes no fucking sense whatsoever, but I loved oh, it. Uh, and Black Swan and Requiem for a Dream, which I think I may have put on the streaming wheel in, in place of uh, something or another that was on there. Uh, but all of his movies I love. I think they're great human studies, and I, I think Mickey Rourke did a great job playing this. Yeah. He was such a... Uh, again, a tragic figure that, in in my opinion, and in Brian's assuming, you kind of rooted for him. You wanted him to make the right decisions here, and when he fucks up and forgets about his daughter's birthday or their date or whatever type stuff, you're like, oh, come on, Ram, again, you're doing it again. You're fucking up everything. You know, I was shooting at the, the screen. I'll be honest with you. I was yelling at the screen. I was shooting at some guy who had to buy a new TV sh- screen because I was shooting it up. I was so angry at him so all the time.
2: Yeah, the the whole, the, you I mean, know, he's, he's, uh, he gets the affection in the crowd. He has no life outside of it. He's alienated right. his, his daughter. You know, he, obviously uh, his mother, her mother has nothing to do with him. That, that, that door closed a long time ago. The, old, the his the person he his confidant is is this stripper that only talks to him because he's paying her <laughs> right right to talk to him so uh, but he doesn't get it like he's buying into his own hype because the the crowd chants his name and cheers for him right and and the yeah he like to Brad's point he you know, he almost gets out they tell him his heart can't take it he's got to get out and he tries. Uh, and once when it doesn't work he's just like okay well uh, i don't get hurt you know taking a a steel chair in the back doesn't hurt as much as living in the real world so i'll just keep doing this even if it kills me and then he honestly chooses to
0: die in the ring or does he so that's the question um you know the other thing that i really liked about this this movie uh, is it kind of, it, again, it, like, you know, when we talk about, uh, uh, you know, we're kind of making fun of conventions, comic book conventions and all that. And we've all been to comic book conventions where yeah. you go and you see some. I mean, I remember when, I, when we went to uh, Dragon Con or one of these places a couple of years ago. And, uh, oh, my God, what's the guy? Uh, Marv Wolfman, right? Yeah. Had a, a little thing set up and nobody was around him. And so we, me and my kids walked up and I was telling my son, I'm like, this is the guy, with, you know, Teen Titans wouldn't exist, you know, the cartoon without this guy and all this guy. And I was kind of hyping, but it was kind of sad because I felt like he was going to be like, uh, can you buy me lunch if you like me so much? And then when you see that type of stuff, when he's setting up his DVDs or his VHSs yeah. and all that, and it's like, wow, it, uh to me it really resonated uh but obviously well, not I, with you podman right? it
2: makes me think uh, of um uh when the dragon one of the last dragon cons i went to um before we before we moved we uh, i went and um darwin cook was sitting at a table and darwin cook is a fantastic comic book artist like creator oh, nice. you know um and you know he's sitting there, and nobody's coming up to his table. And he's—it's not. I mean, Wolfman's not really writing anything anymore.
0: Right, right, right. Completely.
2: But yeah. but Darwin Cook was still putting things out, like consistently. You know, for DC and you know his own private label stuff. And nobody's walking up to him. But you got this cosplayer at the next booth with their tits hanging out, and everybody's group, you know, uh, up over, over her. Another and Apollo like,
0: smile incident.
2: Yeah, it's the it's the same sort of thing. It's like, oh, like, like yeah. but yeah, I sat there and talked to Darwin Cook for 10, 15 minutes, and then you know a few years later he he uh, passed away, and it's like, you know, I've got a sketch of loneliness,
1: loneliness,
0: uh, <laughs> and loneliness.
2: Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, but yeah, uh, so
0: obviously this movie uh, hit something with Brian and I that uh, upon menron's cold, cold heart. I'm sorry, not, I'm obviously we've established you have no heart, so I didn't correct. expect much. Didn't expect much from you in the first place, to be honest Predict- with you. It was just predictable for me. I mean, I, it I, was it was predictable. I'm not, I disagree, I, I, but I thought it was well executed. Whereas you didn't. Yeah, think I, it was. I, loved, I and I enjoyed Nicky Rourke's performance.
2: Like what? the whole point is, yeah. He's he doesn't get it. He's out of touch. Like he's like that's the whole point. That's the character he's playing, not Mickey Moore. But see you're taking oh, it yeah, in. I, I think you're taking it as that was Mickey Moore.
1: No, I'm know, not taking it. I'm just things. taking it it was just him just bumbling around. It just seemed like everybody was acting around him and he was just I don't know. I, I see
3: All
1: right. That's if you've I mean there's Rick yeah, Flair I,
3: I,
2: Rick hang on one second. Rick Flair uh, has just uh, this past week left. He was a, uh, under contract with the WWE, um, but he was basically just coming out and making promotional appearances. He'd show up on the show every once in a while, he, you know, and just to get a pop from the crowd or rating spike or whatever. Um, but he was really just an ambassador for the company, and he asked for his, re- for his release this week. And he's 70 years old, and the, the everybody thinks he asked for his release so he can go find somewhere to wrestle again. And it's like, that's the mentality that's all you're dealing with knows. here. It's, it, that's what he knows. That's what he was famous for. He can't give up that, that, that feeling of, I'm young, I'm virile, the crowd's chanting my name. Someone's so he's going to go get in a ring somewhere at 70 years old. And, and you know
0: really hurt himself. This is, it almost, maybe this just hits Podman Ron a little bit too close to home. You know, Podman Ron, Ron gets Rocky. Lord. Rocky was a better movie. Okay, very good. All right, well, we we need to keep moving. You know, Let, let's spin the right, wheel yeah. and see what wonderful piece of cinema is next. First of all, let's see who's who's in trouble this week, next week.
1: I hope it ain't me and I hope it ain't another turd.
0: Uh, I'll give it a one, by the way. Uh, okay, you give. You give uh, The Wrestler a one. Okay. Well, uh, we will look forward to seeing what Brian has to uh, to watch here. Uh-huh. Let me let me spin the wheel here. And, again, I, I had to take some liberties with a few things because we took The Wrestler off. I Although I thought that I think everybody would probably watch it anyway. We still have it. It just came out last week, whatever. Val, I put on the spinning wheel for Amazon Prime, <laughs> the documentary about Val Kilmer. Okay. <coughs> Uh, and then I never replaced my uh, Red Dot on uh, HBO Max, so I put Funny Games on that. I'm assuming no one Which has one? seen that. Uh, the original. Okay. So I've never seen either one of them. I've seen parts of the remake, but not the original. All right, let's see what you're going to watch here, Brian. All right, well, this, this was one of my, my picks. I hope you enjoy it, Brian. Uh, is the grandmaster on netflix the i think That's, there's i think grandmaster is there this is the grandmaster
1: okay what's the
0: grandmaster it's a film uh i'm gonna i forgot the guy's name film by i believe it's uh one car y is the director Uh, And it's about the uh, Grandmaster, who was Bruce Lee's uh, master. So it's kind of about his journey to becoming the Grandmaster. So it's a martial arts drama movie that I think is well made. I've never seen it before, Uh, but uh, I think you will enjoy it, Brian. All right. All right. So we've got that to look for for next week. that's on Ooh. Netflix. All right so so you dodged a bullet on that one pod on that. that.
1: I would never hear man. the end
0: of it if you landed on no. Grandmaster. <laughs> although you gave me red dot so uh, a Swedish uh, redneck See, movie so that's okay yeah
2: I wish like I, I wish the wheel wasn't you've got people that are just like putting shit on the re, the wheel just to to like torture each other.
0: I put the wrestler on the wheel. It's a I I love that movie. You made a mistake, Brian. Obviously, you made a mistake.
1: I'm going to be honest with you. When I've started watching it, I was look kind of looking forward to it because I have heard good stuff about it. So I was like, (laughs) all right, I'm going to finally watch the wrestler. Because this is the reason why Mickey Rourke got the Iron Man 2 gig. So it was like, all right, this is probably going to be a decent movie. I was looking forward to it. I'm an hour into it and was like, "What the fuck is going to happen in this movie?" Because is, nothing is happening.
0: Well, happen. it'll it'll be so. interesting when we hear Alex's review because he we all know he imagines himself to be quite the cinephile. Yeah. So we'll Very see what absolutely. he has to say, so Brian.
1: I'll, yeah, let him. You know, uh, I'm sure he'll he'll align with y'all, but
2: not for nothing. <laughs> You're all not crazy. Tomatoes, Rock tomatoes <laughs> critic score for the wrestler is a ninety-eight. <laughs> Audience score is an eighty-eight.
0: Wow. I'd like to talk to these people. (laughs) All right. Well, let's keep, again, let's keep (laughs) things moving. Uh, I think we're all looking at a few things nowadays. (laughs) What you looking at? Brian, uh, it almost seems like it's a uh, a retro review. And I've I've got a few things lined up for what you're looking at. And this was one of them. Uh, uh, my watch you're looking at that when I saw yours, I'm like, well, I got to put mine on there. So I want you to talk about what you've been looking at recently.
2: Yeah. So, um, I watched a film that
0: came out, uh, 2019. So it's a
2: little retro, fun.
0: a little retro. And this is the first time you've seen it. First time. I've seen oh, it. Oh, okay. Okay. First time I've seen
2: it. Um, so I watched, uh, midsummer with, uh, uh, Florence Pugh, uh, and then a bunch of people. And a bunch of other people. <laughs> so the new, uh, the new Black Widow, um, White Widow, whatever you're to call her. Uh, this was uh, um, her first film, her first like breakout film was yeah. the uh, Fighting with Family, the, where she played uh
1: Paige. That was a good movie. I like that movie. That now, was a, a good wrestling, wrestling movie. movie. That's a good, no, that's a good <laughs> wrestling movie. Damn it. I enjoyed then, that uh,
2: movie. Damn. Uh, then, uh, and then so this, I think, was the second one or the one right after that. It's kind of like she had all these in production or. You know, back to back to back she was like the hit star then I guess she still it now but um, yeah so midsummer it is about a girl who suffers a pretty incredible tragedy tragedy she's in this like relationship that's that's not really going anywhere um, uh, she, and the her boyfriend and his college roommates are going to like Sweden for uh, for uh, the summer uh, to be a part of this festival, this festival that one of the roommates, there his family, like, is a part of every year. And so it's like a summer solstice festival that they're a part of. And so uh, two of the three are, like, anthropology majors, so they want to go, because it's, it's a festival that's been going on for hundreds of years. They want to go, and, 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 like, just because it's in their, their field of study, uh, and they go... And find out, not, you know, lots of things are amiss. Not all with this is what festival. they
0: seem. Hey, not have, all is what it seems. Have you seen it, Podman Ron? Midsummer? I have not. Okay. No, I have not. It's on Amazon Prime, I think, right? Brian?
2: Yeah, it's Prime now. It was on I was on Max for a long time, and then I just flipped over to Prime. So, but uh, uh, it, it's an interesting film. I feel like, yeah, you know, again, it's one of those, we've kind of seen some of this before. There's a lot of, uh, um, uh, what was the uh, Wicker Man? The Wicker Man, yeah, the Wicker Man with uh, um, uh, Nicholas
0: Cage was Nicholas the better, Cage. I'm he was, was the, the better Wicker, wicker, wicker Man.
3: Cage.
2: Yeah, he was the <laughs> better Wicker Man. So uh, with Nicholas Cage, um, uh, there's there's a lot of that. This is better. Well, yeah, it's better. Except for, like, if you're looking at it for sure, you know, sheerly just a laugh at Nick Cage's performance. But yeah, this is definitely better. Uh, it's kind of interesting. I wish they had kind of done a better job of explaining yeah. why they were doing the things in this festival. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it kind of goes down the path you think it's probably going to go to. Uh, the best part of the film is probably the end, um, Brad, when you realize that she's gone native. Yeah, right? she, she and, goes and crazy. She goes crazy, she goes native, uh, and she becomes like the queen of that festival, and, and they're like, okay, well, the queen gets to pick the last sacrifice, and she picks her boyfriend to be sacrificed to fulfill the... Uh, yeah, it's, the, a, uh,
0: it's a kind of a... a, a, a- uh, Thinking man's uh, horror movie. I don't know if I would really yeah. call it a horror movie, but there's some pretty gruesome deaths in there and stuff. Like yeah, that. it's along that
2: whole you know Lord of the Flies you know uh, kind of a vibe where it's like that. The horror is in the, is in the you know what humans can do to each other. Yeah, like, they, yeah. like that's where the horror is. Uh, um, it is. So I mean, it's one of those where it sticks with you. It's like yeah. kind of like some of the stuff is really like kind of it uh, makes you feel. Pretty, you know, pretty gross, like, uh, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's like, it's, I can see why it got the hype it did. Um, It's probably not something I've ever seen myself in the mood to watch again, but uh, I I did enjoy (laughs) it for what it's worth.
0: (laughs) So it may be a four for me because I think I have seen it multiple times. Uh, and it's it's one of those things where if nothing else is on, if it were on cable, I probably would just sit and watch it, and I would feel compelled to watch the whole thing again. As opposed to just watch it and fall asleep, I would probably stay awake to to watch the whole thing again. To because it is kind of uh, mysterious. I mean, it's, like Brian said, yeah. it doesn't explain exactly what the hell's going on. So, so you would probably hate it, Podman Ron. Oh, and well, it man, is I slow, think, honestly, it's very slow. To
2: your point, um, I think if you could honestly, like, there's that scene where it shows the tapestry. Oh, yeah. Right. And you kind of see, like, the tapestry it's shows true. you basically what the whole movie's going to be.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, it shows the bear cut open with its, like, entrails out. It shows you the girl, like, trimming, right? Yeah. Um, And so, like, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it tells you, like, what the whole story's going to be. And, and you honestly kind of wonder if it's, like... Well, is this what happens every time right, they right. have this festival? Is this is this all just pantomime of something that happened hundreds of years yep. ago? Right. So, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's worth the watch for sure. I just don't know well, like when I'll necessarily get in the mood to watch it again. But I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. To your point, if it comes on in the background, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll get pulled back in.
0: Uh, very, so, very pretty, pretty movie as well. Yeah, cinematography. Very movie. Alex would love the cinematography of it. I'm sure. Yeah. No. Um, well, well, to to piggyback off that, I watched a. Uh, I think it was two two thousand. I think it was this year, twenty twenty one. Italian horror movie on Netflix called a classic horror story. And I know Podman Ron, you love a good Italian horror story. Oh, uh, and who doesn't? Uh, and it starts off as just like Midsommar. I mean, it kind of you know they they there's a wreck and they end up in this place and there's a festival and all that kind of stuff. And it's shot very cine- cinematically and all that stuff. Uh, and then it takes a little bit of a twist in there that uh, was not that good, uh, I didn't think. Uh, where it's almost a little bit – the only thing I could compare it to would be a Cabin in the Woods type twist to where it's not oh. everything was fake sort of like. Well, that was a good movie. Which that was. Cabin in the Woods was a great movie. I enjoyed that. Uh, so uh, if, you get a, if you're uh, hankering for something a little bit different, Brian, try to sit through a classic horror story. On Netflix, And I think it does have English dub on it, so you don't have to just sit there and read the screen and everything. That's good. Uh, But it totally plays out. The first hour of it is totally like Midsommar, and you're like, wow, this is just a fucking Italian riff off of that. And then they they do a little twist again.
3: Hmm.
0: I wasn't a fan of it, but it's an enjoyable enough watch. So I think that might be either a two or a three. I'm not sure.
2: I think mean, it's a two. It probably is a uh, two. Yeah, I you, have no intention uh, of watching You didn't it. necessarily like it all that much, but you do appreciate okay. some parts of it.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, well, uh, Podman Ron, since we are catching up on old horror movies, uh, you finally watched A Quiet Place 1 and 2. I did. Uh, well, I actually just watched one. <laughs> Wait, what? You've only watched the first one? Yes, yeah, I've so only watched the first one. Oh, okay. So this okay. So, that's fine. That's fine. You're good. Uh,
1: I'll review number two next time. Around, I have not watched but, number uh, two yet. I, you know what? We should watch it and review it next. We week. should. That's a good one. Actually, I, I liked uh, one better than I thought I was going to. But I guess oh. <laughs> it was uh, it's pretty good. Uh, it's a little suspenseful, and you know, yeah. I, I enjoyed it.
0: So. You, know, you know, I know we've uh, you and I in particular have talked about sometimes problems with staying awake at movies. Uh, this one was pretty quiet. I mean, this was an easy one to fall asleep to. Did you stay awake for I, the whole thing?
1: Yeah, I actually, I did. And I, you know, I was kind of surprised because I thought, <laughs> you know, it, you know, because when it first starts out and everything, you know, it kind of gets kind of tired, and you for them to constantly, <sighs> right, you right, know, and hushing each other, and it goes long scenes with you know them just kind of either mouthing or you know, working their hands, but you know, working the hands, but, uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting. And, uh, I I enjoyed it actually. I I was more so than I thought I would. And, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to the second one. It feels like to me, the second one, I, and Brian, I, I, you've probably seen them both. Seems to me, the second one would be better than the first one, but because it seems like the second one may explain a little bit more the origin of these creatures. And stuff. It does.
2: It does. It, uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's better. Um, okay. It's kind of like uh, I liken it to uh, the Jurassic Park books. I was talking about this with uh, one of the kids earlier this week. Like uh, the Jurassic first Jurassic Park book is completely different than the movie, and um, uh, Ian Malcolm dies at the end of the book. Like, it's, right, it's, right. it's not, you know, maybe he he's he's dead. Ian Malcolm's dead. And uh, when the movie came out and uh, was a success, they wanted to make a sequel, so they got Crichton to write a new book uh, that they, again, this, the second book, they, they really didn't use a lot of it in Jurassic Park 2, but the breakout character was uh, Ian Malcolm, right? Um, so... Uh, suddenly, they they reversed it by ba- basically just saying, "You know, the reports of my demise have been greatly exaggerated." And Ian Malcolm didn't die. All right, so uh, that's kind of what you get with this. Like at the end of the first movie, uh, you it's 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 a very, there's a very easy way to kill these things, right? They established <laughs> right, there's an easy right, way to, right. to kill these aliens. That like suddenly they forget as possible in the second movie and I understand why you know because they want this to become like a huge franchise and they're already talking about spin-off films and stuff like that uh, but it's like I like I think I feel like I liked it better when it was like a, a standalone movie like I now that they're trying to kick the door back open to make this sequels and that sort of stuff I mean the premise was great for a first movie. Right, but it's pretty thin to build well, like a whole right. universe
1: around. And with that, and I don't mean the the shit on it. I'm not trying to shit on it. I like I liked it, but I did feel like there were some scenes where, like, okay, so the alien can hear this, but the alien can't hear <laughs> right, that. right.
0: It's know, a little so, picky choosy.
1: Yeah, it was like picky choosy. It's like when it, you know, when. When it calls for it in the story, that's when the attention is high, you know, about sound. But then there was some parts where they were to me They're eating
3: pork rinds and ordering costumes
1: and stuff. I mean, come on. No, but there was, I mean, but it seems like it it is a thin premise to to base a movie on. Uh,
2: Well, because now now we're getting a a third film and they're working on a spinoff. Right. Stop. So, like, does this really need four films yeah. at least?
1: Um, <laughs> but I am, but I am curious to see the second. one. to see, you know, and it's not movie. a bad movie. But
2: like, that's my only gripe with it is, yeah. is that kicking the door back open. There is a dynamic that I feel like you missed out on, BMR, because you did not see this in the theaters. Um, but when you're in the theater and it gets <laughs> quiet, yeah. and and everybody, you know, you can hear like a pin drop in the theater. And then you're eating like popcorn. Yeah,
0: people stop chewing popcorn because it's yeah. so fucking loud. Because it's like,
2: it's like, oh, like, like there's that to it too. It's like you're eating like the crunchiest food. You go right. on the crunchiest foods and you're trying to watch the movie while eating this and it's like, I'm
1: just going to put the popcorn down. Like, I can't. No, I can't. Not me. BMR is going to be the jerk no. <laughs> in, the, in the back. Oh, fuck that. Shut fuck Don't go off. in
3: there. Don't go in there.
1: <laughs> no, oh, fuck that. Well, good. I'd probably fall asleep during the movie, but you know, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, again, I
0: I will. Uh, my wife really liked the first one. We I don't think she's watched the second one. Uh, I no I haven't, unless I slept through it. But it's, it is one of those things where I think I've said it before. And Brian, you have talked about does this really need four different movies? Like, just give me one solid movie. I don't need a trilogy. I don't. We have uh, I, yeah, I, that. Yeah, the first one yeah. was a fine movie. Plot points, uh, you know, yeah, they're they're loud, they're quiet, whatever. But it was a fine standalone movie. I don't really care about how the aliens got there or anything like that. Just leave it alone. But you just you can't. Well, and you really,
2: you just get a hint. Like right, what right. it basically does is, uh, it starts with everything going to shit, which yeah. that's interesting. Like seeing every like everything fall apart in the first like 15, 20 minutes, and then it jumps back to immediately after John Krasinski's character dies and it picks oh, up the oh. rest of the movie the most interesting part about uh, you know the movies like that like the setup of of what went down the day the aliens first appeared
1: so do they come in on the spaceship because I can't imagine these things driving the spaceship you know? no they didn't.
0: They would be very very confusing okay. uh, alright well maybe you'll watch uh, maybe we'll both watch A Quiet Place too sometime you know as you were talking it reminded me that uh, and certainly, you know, we're we're at the two-hour mark right now. So, Lord knows we don't need to draw on about anything else. But we haven't talked about the tomorrow war, and uh, we never talked about Gunpowder Milkshake, which spoiler, I tried that's, to watch three times and I can't get past fifteen minutes of it without that's, being that's bored. That's a terrible
1: movie. That's oh, terrible is it? okay. <laughs>
0: I thought it was oh just me. God. I tried three times.
1: No, no, it was terrible. Okay.
0: Uh, did anybody see The Tomorrow War? I did not. I have not. You know, it's been greenlit wow. for a sequel. Oh, my God. It is. I mean, you, you got to It was enjoyable enough, and it's a fine Maybe if y'all quit putting
1: button. shit like the wrestler on the streaming wheel. Yeah, they could, could afford to Tomorrow put. Yeah.
0: Or, uh, um, or, uh, well, I figured everybody would watch Tomorrow War. Anyway, it is. A ridiculous movie, but it's it's a fun. Did little you romp. see it? Yeah, of course did you see we watched it. The whole okay. family did, and we laughed at, at some of the ridiculousness of it. Uh, but if Alex I, was did. here, he would call it a fun little romp. I think. Oh. Yeah.
1: Now, Brian, did you watch Gun Gunpowder Milkshake or whatever the fuck it's called? Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: That is a god awful movie. I mean, it's just terrible. I tried to watch it for Amy Pond's sake, but I couldn't. I couldn't ah, do that's it. That's why I
1: watched it. Yep. I am big Amy Pond fan, yep. but
0: ooh, it, it was not
1: not good. All
0: yeah. right, boys. Uh, what else do we have to look forward to in the future next week? Anything? We've Death. got Death. <laughs>
1: Sweet,
0: sweet <laughs> release. A
1: sweet, sweet release. We've got Marvel's What
2: If? Oh, okay. This week. All right. Um.
0: I feel like not a lot else. Okay, well, maybe we'll all try to watch some some oddball movie or show or something like that. Too. Oh, we've
2: got the new uh, the new series from uh, T- uh, Taika Waititi on Hulu. What is that? Uh, it's oh, I it. think I had it earlier. hand.
0: I should go back and rewatch uh, what we do in shadows. Which, yeah, Podman, Ron, you, that didn't catch on with you either, did it? Or, um... Uh, I need you know. to give it another try. Uh, what's the paranormal, um... Oh, yeah, the uh, thing you told us about? Yeah, what the I'm going to a blank on the name. Well, Wellington <laughs> Paranormal. Wellington uh, Paranormal, yeah. yeah. I watched a few episodes oh, yeah, of it. i watch that. It
1: Would was he, good. Where do, where's that at? That's uh, on nice. All right, I need to watch that. Because that sounded pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. All right, well, Good we've got show. a few things to watch. Reservation Dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. So
2: that's like a on funny nat- uh, Native American Reservation. Yeah. I believe. Have y'all watched that? Uh, it comes out this week. It's not out yet. Yeah, I'd love to see that.
1: But what's Friday? Isn't uh Free Guys Friday? guys.
2: Free guy- oh, That's
0: right. Yeah. Free Guys this Friday. Yeah, so there you go. Is anybody planning actually to watch it? I'm Friday. going to go to see it Thursday night. All right. So. There's one. So, there's one I'll guy Watch it before the next podcast, maybe. maybe, maybe, maybe give Ryan Reynolds a little look at, all right. Well, I tell you what, uh, for, we had a very light agenda, uh, rundown for tonight, but we got the most out of it. Uh, and if Alex was here, we'd still be talking probably about Almost the rest of Well, we had
2: a, a DC <laughs> superhero film and a, and a
0: divisive uh, spin on the wheel. Yeah. So, whew. I mean, such a good It was
1: a good. It was a good, uh, good, solid two hours, though. <laughs> and in yeah. a and a fitting tribute to the late Marky Post, you yes. can't
2: deny that math. It is. A, it's definitively a good, solid two hours. It's, uh, a two, a solid it's at least two
0: hours. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> anyone who's made it this far, good. God bless you. We appreciate it, uh, Brian. Keep knocking it out of the park on the uh, Instagram, as the kids call it, and. Um, Maybe what's, put the, uh, in- what's, the, what's the Instagram? Uh, Instagram is uh, the Podman. All, all one go. word. The Podman. And
1: if you like our show, yeah, like hit and it subscribe. Us up on the Pod, I guess. Man. Yeah. I guess. I guess. There you so. Go, Brad. Put it well, out it is, there, buddy. I will say subscribers are fickle. Like uh, <laughs> they are fickle. I want some of that sweet, sweet sponsor well, uh, money from uh, <laughs> the Razor's Edge or you know, yeah. like Hair Club for Men or. I will post something, and I'm
2: like, oh, well, You know, this is kind of like a a random thought, and I get three new followers. Yeah, and I post something that yeah, it's like I will lose two. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A social media director weird. is a is a tough job. I'm I'm glad you're you're doing it, not me. I'm just the. the I mean, uh, we're
2: still up. We're we're still up. Like uh, you know. Like 200% from where I started.
0: Yeah, of course. (laughs) There you go, man. Yeah. (laughs) Can't complain about that. They aren't converting into listeners, though. That's the problem. We aren't converting them into listeners. But maybe this episode will be it. This This is the one. This is the one, man. Well, very good. Let's uh, get some hate mail about the wrestler. I, I hope you do. Yeah, but make yeah. sure you put that out there, Brian. Say, you know, start something controversial about the wrestler because we've got You're following a couple of wrestling accounts and stuff like that. Say some stuff. Oh, smack no, do no, get, don't get things in there.
1: I don't want no hate mail from all those wrestling people. those crazy. hates the wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone who likes wrestling. No, don't say that.
0: you redneck?
1: Y'all say that. Y'all don't even remember. Uh... Roddy Roddy Piper and uh, Rowdy Roddy oh, Piper and, and that's uh, true. Sonny and Sonny filled filled up it up.
0: And All right, well we we've got to watch that and we've got to watch the uh, Night Court episode of uh, Thirty Rock, so scrubs. maybe we can watch that. And Scrubs, scrubs? what the fuck is that? Sorry, on? I
1: thought it was good. Well, wrong podcast.
0: All right, but until sorry. next time, Brian. Save it for the podcast.